This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, May 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The campaign of David McCormack, who is in a neck-and-neck Republican primary contest for the U.S. Senate against celebrity heart surgeon Dr. Mehmet Oz, sued in a Pennsylvania court Monday to try to ensure counties obey a brand-new federal appeals court decision that could help him make up ground. McCormack's lawsuit filed after hours asks the state Commonwealth Court to require counties to promptly count mail-in ballots that lack a required handwritten date on the return envelope. Uh, It is the first but likely not the last lawsuit in the contest between Oz and McCormick, a former hedge fund CEO. McCormick's campaign said at least two counties, Blair and Allegheny, suggested they would not count the ballots as part of their unofficial result that each county must report to the state on Tuesday. Oz, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump, led McCormick by 992 votes or .0 percentage points. This, this, this process takes a long time. I, right. What if they were to do the thing where you put your forehead on a baseball bat and, and you spin, a circle. spin around right. and see who can stand the longest. <laughs> I was thinking you break a pool cue yeah. and you hand one to oh, each yeah. guy. Yes. The Joker way. Let him have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. The race is close enough to trigger Pennsylvania's automatic recount law with the separation between the candidates inside the law's uh, 0.5% margin. The Associated Press will not declare a winner in the race until the likely recount is complete. That could take until June 8th. You know, maybe McCormick should have uh, had a, a campaign commercial of him sh- skeet shooting, and maybe he would have gotten more votes that way, because that's what Mehmet Odds did. He did he like, skeet he's shooter? Like, he's like, yeah, I didn't see Skeet shooter. I'm a uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a gun guy now. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> Check this out, Pennsylvania. Uh, and then it's just um, all of a sudden doing random things. This is me making a pizza. <laughs> yes. My favorite of all the political commercials <laughs> is the uh, the standing with the group of workers at some job. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And, and and talking yep. and and. And they're all like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. really tuned into what he's Thanks saying. Thanks for taking time today. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's listening. Gas prices continue to inch closer to $5 a gallon throughout the region. Drivers are being forced to become resourceful and find ways to minimize the pain at the pump. According to AAA, the average price of gas across the Philadelphia five-county region is now at $4.88 a gallon. AAA recommends that you take advantage of fuel rewards and discount programs. Wawa is offering a $0.15 per gallon discount if you pay using their mobile app now through June 12th. Uh, Grocery stores uh, like Giant offer a $0.10 discount for every $100 spent in their stores. Gas companies also have their own rewards programs. Exxon and Sunoco offer three cents off a gallon. Uh, Citgo offers three cents off per gallon with additional discounts on Tuesdays and Fridays. According to experts, staying on top of your vehicle maintenance is key when it comes to saving. Regular service will prolong fuel economy and your car's performance. Uh, Also, they're saying another big tip is don't let your car idle. Experts say most cars perform a lot better when you get in and start driving them. Also, inflate your tires. A lot of people don't realize that. If your tires Tires are inflated. It'll be easier for the car to roll. I tried to word this as like not like a list. Here's a list of tips because I knew you were going to do that. I did. I signed up for the Wawa one. It's, yeah. It's super what do you easy get back for it? Uh, and it's I don't know. It's like 15 cents off a gallon or whatever. See, but I go to Wawa so yeah, much. That's it, like, right. right now, that's a yeah, lot. It's a yeah. lot, and and I go there anyway. I love using the Wawa app, and it just you know it, it saves you a couple bucks every so time. So how do you pay for gas through the app? <clears throat> you can do it in a couple different ways. You can take it into the pump, or you can, if you have the app on your phone, you can actually do that at the pump. I'm sorry, sorry I said. Take uh, it into the store, yeah, okay. for that way. 
uh, or you can do it at the pump um, with the with the Wawa app if it's linked to the gas card. I don't okay. have a gas station Wawa near me. My one, I have an uh, my closest Wawa is an old style, right? Yeah. and it's small too. Yeah. Uh, while it's always important to drive safely, AAA says studies have shown that personal driving habits are one of the biggest factors that affect fuel consumption. It's best to drive the speed limit, avoid quick acceleration, and take your foot off the gas early when approaching a stop. What about racing for pink slips? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that way your car can coast before you brake, Steve. Okay. Uh, cruise control is another great option to save on gas. The last tip is to get rid of any accessories on your vehicle. What does, uh, what does that mean? I Stop pulling a boat with you. <laughs> Uh, that might be right. I, I guess Maybe. excessive yeah. weight. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. You do use more gas. The more okay. weight. Okay, so like accessories. I was like, does that mean the eyelashes on the <laughs> right. headlights? Right. Yeah. See limos sometimes. <laughs> the, no yeah. way. No yeah. way. Eyelashes. <laughs> smaller <laughs> earrings. I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and another little money saving opportunity for those driving to the shore this weekend. Drivers can enjoy a small break from paying tolls on the Atlantic City Expressway to help kick off the unofficial start of summer. Chickies and Pete's is paying for drivers going through the eastbound Egg Harbor toll plaza. The restaurant chain says that if you drive through the toll between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. on Friday, May 27th, they will take care of the fee. It's for both Easy Pass and Cash Tolls. This is an annual Memorial Day weekend tradition that's returning after a two-year hiatus. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Braves 7-3 last night in Atlanta. Zach Wheeler pitched six and two-third innings with a season-high 10 strikeouts. Reese Hoskins knocked in three runs with an early double, and the Phillies opened the series with a win. Wheeler improved to 3-0 with a 138 ERA and 40 strikeouts in his last five starts and allowed two runs or less in four of them. The series continues tonight, and Kyle Gibson will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 7-20. In the NBA playoffs, the Celtics beat the Miami Heat last night in Boston. Jason Tatum scored 31 points, and the Celtics jumped out to a 26-4 lead and cruised to a 102-82 win that even the Eastern Conference Finals at two games apiece. The series continues tomorrow night with Game 5 back in Miami. Tip-off will be at 8-30. In the NBA's Western Conference Finals. The Warriors can sweep the Mavericks uh, with a win in Dallas tonight. Tip-off for Game 4 is at 9 o'clock. In the NHL playoffs, the Lightning beat Claude Giroux and the Florida Panthers 2-0 to sweep the second-round series in four games last night in Tampa Bay. The Lightning now advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the sixth time in eight years. And in the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche beat the Blues 6-3 in St. Louis. Nazim Kadri scored three goals, including two during a four-goal second period. The Avalanche now lead the series three games to one. They can advance to the conference finals with a win tomorrow night in Denver. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Let us get ourselves set for Tuesday morning. We've got a few things to mention. Number one, it is Tattoo Tuesday. So if you've dreamed of having a Preston and Steve tattoo... This is it. Your well, fantasy. We saw one of those tattoos actually at the barbecue, Preston. It was the Gene Simmons chicken. Yeah. A guy went and oh, got, yeah. he got a, uh, a a rooster done up as Gene Simmons in honor <laughs> yeah. of the, you know, the chicken master that Gene Simmons has become on our program. And it was great. I saw several Preston and Steve tattoos while we were there, which was awesome. So let's add you to the collection. 
Text word tattoo to 39333. You'll be in the running for it. We'll just pick a random uh, winner later on today. Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street are the wonderful artists that will give you that fantastic tattoo. You can check out their artwork at floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram. And uh, we also have a guest on the program today. We have Tony Danza yeah. on the show today. Uh, he is going to be in town at the Live Casino and Hotels, not till June 11th, but uh, tickets are on sale now. Actually, June 11th is coming up pretty quickly, yeah, believe it or not. Uh, so, yeah, he's doing a um, he's doing a show. He's singing. He's telling stories. He's doing that type of thing. So, we'll talk to Tony a little bit later on this morning, and we have to find out who the coolest teacher of the Ooh. year has been at Gloucester Gloucester Catholic High School in Gloucester City, New Jersey. Thank you to everybody who texted in uh, to receive the voting link and then fired back who they thought that the Coolest Teacher Award should go to. And I have a name to give to you. Our coolest teacher, your coolest teacher at Gloucester Catholic is Mr. Tom Flynn. I know very little about Mr. Flynn. Uh, The only thing I know is that he teaches English and religion. And he's a longtime teacher, and he is uh, class of 1979 Wow, uh, from Gloucester City. So he is an alum uh, of the school, and we'll hopefully have a chance to speak to him later on this morning and find out what it is about him that made everybody vote, and we'll set him up with the President Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug. So if you know Mr. Flynn, let him know. We'd love to hear from him this morning. Now, with that, we got to pick another school. So it is Casey's turn. I chose one yesterday. And by the way, Marissa got us a new uh, receptacle. For oh, our, uh, I didn't notice. Yeah, she, she <laughs> just brought it in. We tested them out hand size, see if our hand could actually fit in it. Well, we had a different receptacle before. It was uh, it was a beef jerky uh, holder, yes. if you recall that. Marissa got one that's a little bit more... That our hands can fit Official into. looking, right. and better. It's a giant mason jar, so we'll do that. that oh, man. But nonetheless... I just put tape on this yesterday. Reach <laughs> You did all that work. I did all that work. I put two pieces of tape on this. All right, uh, reach in. All right, I'm going to reach in. All right. Okay. Let's see I'm what we got. make this real easy. It looks comfortable. It does. Okay, here we go. This. All right, this one oh, fell no. out. It's all good. All right, you I got it? I want that one. All right. Right. Oh, shoot. You have two? I have two. All right, put, put one in. back. Just put one in. Put one Don't back. Don't even look at them. Okay. All right, all right now swallow Oh. <laughs> all right, we're going to go. This is a middle, ta- a middle school high school, all okay. right, in Jenkintown. It is Jenkintown Middle High School. Yeah. All right. Jenkintown Middle High School. So that includes the middle school as well, right? I guess so. All right, I don't know. Jenkintown Middle High School in Jenkintown, PA. I don't know. Kathy, what are you looking at? <laughs> She's looking at. She's sitting over here going, uh. Well, because they have a middle school. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to go with Jenkintown. Middle high Jenkin- no, I think it's middle school and high school. Yes. Okay. All right. All right, Jenkintown. Let's hear from you guys. Let's, let's uh, see if you can... Just blow our phones out or blow our voting lines out, if you will. We're going to have you text the word teacher to 39333, I, and we'll send that, you the voting link. I believe this is the smallest uh, public high school <laughs> in, the, in the state. No America. kidding. Yeah, I have a friend who's a teacher, and he's. I think he stumped me with that trivia one at one point. But in the, of all the school districts in, in Pennsylvania, I believe... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that this is the smallest by population of uh, uh, high schools in the Do we have any state. idea as to how many? 
Uh, in the I student body? Yeah. I don't know, Steve. I'll see if I can track uh, it down. Well, that's cool. Good. I, I love that. That's cool. It, it, I think it's overlooked a lot. It's one school for 7th through 12th grade. Wow. All right, so Jenkintown Middle High School, you guys get to vote. Uh, text the word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link, and we will find out who our winner is in 24 hours. And they'll get the Preston Steve Cole's teacher of their coffee mug. Pretty simple stuff. All right. With that, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, the stupid question is up first, followed by the entertainment report. Let's have you on board. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away, as a prize for the stupid question, a pair of same-day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers. All right, so the question that I have for you is, what does the Mose scale measure for minerals? Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. What does the Mohs scale measure for minerals? 215-263-WMMR. I'll mention birthdays while we wait your answer. Today is Tuesday, May 24th. We'll begin with a big one in the world of music. Considered one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Bob Dylan celebrates his birthday. Ah, yep. Uh, he is 81 years old. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's the legend that he is. Singers, songwriters, they love his work. I think he's a genius. He uh, can be frustrating, though, because when you go to see him in concert, you never know what you're going to get. No, you know, the and last time I saw I've him, I've gotten he... a few good ones, and you get a lot of bad ones. He opened with this, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. He's yeah, going yeah. to play some songs that we know. And then the next two hours, he played nothing it's, I knew. Depends on what he feels like. And then he yeah. ended up doing this song. But completely oh, changed the song. melody yeah. and uh, and everything. No, it wasn't sounds... until like three minutes in when I heard him say Tangled. I was like, oh, this is Tangled Up in Blue. I didn't even realize. Uh, so, Bob. This is Marissa's number one, by the way. This song? No, her number Bob one Dylan. artist. She oh, really? loves Bob Dylan. Yeah. Your all-time favorite, Marissa? Wow. Okay. Uh, 81 years old today, Bob Dylan. I don't get it, but whatever, man. You know, it's uh, it is what it is. It, it, He's got lot. his legend. There are a lot of things I don't get. Yeah, so yeah. it's all good. Uh, Gary Berghoff of Mash fame, basically played... the Bob Dylan of sitcoms. Yes. Right? Yeah, yes. Walter Radar O'Reilly right. was considered the Bob Dylan of all sitcoms, and uh, he turns uh, seventy nine. He has a slightly misshapen hand, he right? Does. Which he he sort of. Hides yep. in every episode. If you uh, if you if it had never been pointed out to you, you would never even notice it. Right, slice, but it's just a little bit smaller than his right. other hand. Yeah, uh, Gary Bergoff is seventy nine today. Uh, it's Tommy Chong's birthday of the Cheech and Chong uh, fame, and uh, he turns eighty four years old. What happened? Smoke came out. Those movies were just... I love those movies. I did, too. I, I, I love the albums, uh, yeah, too. That, great. that first album, the wedding album they put out, was, was awesome. It was that, hilarious. That was huge. I mean, to have a comedy album being, like, in school, it was, like, passed around. People would borrow it and lend it to each other. And that was that was one of the ones yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that we would go over to a friend's house right. you know, and listen to. Yeah. No, Dave's not here, man. I, t- I remember all those bits. I would love to to go back and listen to that. You know what? I'm writing down a note. Write it down. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I. You should have a secretary. Uh, I. You know yeah. what, Miss Finley, get in here. <laughs> yes. 
I'm going to jot that down because I have not listened to that since I was a kid. How do you spell album? Album. Yeah. Album. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, happy 84th birthday to Tommy Chong. It's Patty LaBelle's birthday. Oh, my God. Yep. Patty LaBelle's badass, man. I have, I have a story about Patty LaBelle. She came into, when we worked at Y100, we had an urban uh, station that was a sister station of ours, yeah. uh, The Beat. And uh, Patty LaBelle stopped by uh, to do an interview. Yeah. And so she was walking through the hallway, and I saw her. And uh, there was a guy that was there, and he was just a fan. And I don't know, maybe he was a friend of one of the staff members of the radio station right, right, or right. whatever. But he was beclemped. I mean, that's the only <laughs> word I could think of. He literally looked at me, and he was, like, waving like he had the vapors, vapors. of himself. <laughs> and and he, he said to me, he goes... You don't got any water up in here? <laughs> he just could not contain himself. His heart was pounding That's through great. his chest at the fact that he got to meet Patty LaBelle. It was so cool. Well, we were just talking about it because she plays Cedric the Entertainer's mother on that show, The Neighbors. Uh, and um, she's also got that uh, whole pie uh, cottage industry going yeah, on, her, yeah. her cooking line. Yep, yep, absolutely. I uh, I saw her at, I think she sang the national anthem at when they did the Winter Classic here. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, at uh, Citizens Bank Park. And I was fortunate enough to be, you know, down on the event level. And she came walking by, and I just said, "You look beautiful, Miss Bell." <laughs> and she was, uh, she goes, "Thank you." She seemed really sweet. So she's seventy-eight years old today. Uh, Priscilla Presley, nice Beaver. <laughs> she was in that scene. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she was in that scene uh, for Naked Gun. All right, she was in that whole movie. She was the co-star of that movie. She was actually really good in those movies. Why are she, we playing Dallas? She was in Dallas. Dallas as well. Was she in? Dallas? Yeah, she was. I did not know that. All right. Uh, Priscilla Presley. That's right, man. Ex-wife. Still, man. Yep. She I is. said, man, one day I'm going to marry that nine-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget, man. Because that, that stuff's still not frowned upon these days, right? Uh, like I'm marrying a ten-year-old. <laughs> That's all good, right? Back. Things haven't changed dramatically. <laughs> no. Right, no. you just hit on a ten-year-old. No, it's like I, I got some bad news for you. What's happening, man? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... Maybe I misspoke. Kind of frowned upon. No, no, her. no. She was fourteen. <laughs> she is. Uh, yeah, well, she's that. seventy-seven now. So all right, man. That's birthday. all good. Not on Warner. Happy birthday to Scylla. Uh actress uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. Uh, she was in the English Patient, Patient, and the Horse Whisperer. Uh, she is sixty-two. Two super action movies. Yeah. I really don't know who she is. <laughs> Uh, I do know who Alfred Molina is, and he has certainly been in an action movie. A few of them, Spider-Man's uh, Dr. Oct- uh, Dr. Octopus, Doc oh, Ock. So good. Uh, Oct- Octavius, uh, and he w- is, well, yeah, it's not really a spoiler alert. We know he's in the, the most recent Spider-Man yes, movie. Yes, at this point, come on. It was... He's in, the, he's in the poster. So good. And so good in that movie. And the way they treated him in that movie, and because he's always been one of those sort of... Uh, it's a bittersweet thing because he is basically a good guy who's corrupted by the technology that yes. takes over his psyche. But he his character that that Doc Ock is just yeah. just pissed off all the time, right, right. just enraged. 
Uh, and and the you know why you would think just those those appendages wouldn't be make for that great of a super or villain. Right, he's awesome. One of the best ever. I think I love the sequence where the uh, where Spider Man through his nanotechnology just basically links. Yeah, to, yeah. and takes over. <laughs> yep. So uh, Al Molina also uh, Da Vinci Code. I mean, tons of great movies and shows throughout the years. Uh, he is sixty nine years old today. Speaking of tons of great. Movies and shows and a versatility of going from comedy to drama to whatever. John C. Riley has become best friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, has his birthday today. He's fifty-seven. And I just saw a John teaser. Samos. I just saw a teaser for him on uh, uh, HD on um, HGTV. Uh, yeah, HGTV of one of those celebrity shows. Okay, uh, yeah. So we're, he'll probably hook up a house uh, or. Good a room of a house of somebody that is very close to him. I think that's what yeah. it was. Is that what it is? Yeah. That show? Yeah, because they have, they do that. I can't remember the name of the damn show, but they use A-list celebrities. I mean, yes. they have Brad Pitt and Melissa McCarthy and Viola Davis. And, you know, so they they are, you know, a, A-list celebrities yep. that they get to do this show. I mean, so everything from Step Brothers to Gangs of New York... To the Aviator, to Perfect to, Storm, yeah, to Perfect Storm, and then then back to comedy to uh, Talladega Nights, Chicago Boogie Nights. I mean, there's just the the guy is probably the most versatile person. Well, right out now, there. Winning Time on HBO. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like him as Jerry Boss, he's so freaking good. And I know there was back and forth with Adam McKay because Will Ferrell wanted to do it, but I, John C. Reilly is the right choice for Jerry Boss. He's so good in that role. He's the star of the show. Do you know oh. what he's excellent in? He's Stan and Ollie. Did you guys see that? I heard no, great things, Steve. Great. Yeah. yeah. And I have not seen it. He is unbelievably good. Uh, he was really good in our studio. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was super nice. Uh, and by the way, we can't not mention, because every time his name comes up, we do have to mention Walk Hard, the Dewey <laughs> Cox story. Yeah. It's a movie that kind of sits over here, Yeah, and a lot of people don't know about it. It's a scream, I think. Uh, so he is uh, 57 today. Uh, Roseanne Cash from the world of country music, Johnny Cash's daughter, uh, had a tremendous career all on her own. Uh, she's 67. She has a today. song that I think is one of the most beautiful songs. I think it's what we really need is love. Have you ever heard? That was a hit for her. Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know country music very well, so but uh, I know that she's had some huge hits over the years, so she's 67. Last birthday is Will Sasso. Ah. And we've had him on a few times. Mad TV, and he played Curly in the Three Stooges movie, and he was outstanding. He did a great job. I wish they would do another one of those. They are. Oh, they are? Yeah, I read right, not good. that long ago. Awesome. They're doing another one, yeah. yeah. So he is uh, 47 years old. It might be in production now. I'm not uh, 100% sure, but uh, happy birthday to Will Sasso, 47. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question today. Uh, what does the Mohs scale measure for minerals? 215-263-WMMR, and we will go to Patrick for that answer. Hey, Patrick, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, buddy. All right, uh, the Mohs scale, what does that measure for minerals? It measures hardness. The hardness, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hang on, Pat. Set you up with a pair of same day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers to enjoy limited rides on the three piers in Wildwood, Surfside, Mariners, and Adventure Amusement Piers, and uh, both big water parks, Ocean Oasis, and Beach Club and Raging Waters. And uh, Maury's Piers, by the way, is this week's big freaking deal. And you can get one 
Same-day ride and water park tickets for just $70 on sale through Sunday at WMMR.com, but only while supplies last. All right, Johnny Depp, uh, his ex-girlfriend, Kate Moss, is expected to testify in the defamation trial against Amber Heard tomorrow. This comes after Heard mentioned Moss while on the stand earlier this month. This is pretty wild. Recalling an incident between Depp and her sister, Whitney Enriquez, Heard said uh, Whitney's back was to the staircase and Johnny swings at her. I don't hesitate. I don't wait. I just, in my head, instantly think of Kate Moss and stairs, and I swung at him. Heard also mentioned Moss in a previous testimony for Depp's UK defamation trial. She said, I remembered information. I heard that he pushed a former girlfriend, I believe it was Kate Moss, down the stairs. I had heard this rumor from two people, and it was fresh in my mind. She said, Depp's lawyers seemed to celebrate when Heard mentioned Moss by name in the uh, Fairfax, Virginia courthouse. This is presumably because it opens the door for them to bring Moss in as an impeachment witness. You really screwed up, smarty pants. Uh, so it's looking like, uh, yeah, she may be on Team Johnny. Well, I'd say like you got to watch what's said, right? The incident may have never happened. We'll have to find out soon. Now, despite news reports stating otherwise, it turns out that Johnny Nepp, Johnny Depp will not be returning to the stand as a witness uh, for uh, Amber's defense. There, there's, you know, there have been murder trials where there was far more testimony, far less testimony than this. This is insane, the uh, amount of testimony. Source close to Heard told Deadline, calling Depp back to the stand would be as relevant to us as a bicycle to a fish. Uh, everything Depp has testified up to at this point has been one. has been irrelevant uh, to the heat of the ca- heart of the case, and uh, there's no reason to believe that it would be any different now. So Gene Simmons, Eddie Vedder, and Johnny Depp all like have the same vocal quality. Oh, yeah? the, they're all kind of in this you know, the, 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 the sort of range. Yeah, I thought I heard Gene Simmons there. Yeah, there's a little yeah. bit. Of, there's a little bit more of Gene Simmons and Johnny Depp because I was hearing him talk yesterday. And he's got a little bit more. He's got a little little pullback on Mm. this talking. Uh, Courtney Love has claimed that uh, Johnny once saved her life with CPR after she overdosed outside the Viper Room in 1995 in L.A. And a series of videos shared by her friend Jessica Reed, Krause's Instagram account. Uh, The singer expressed her support for Depp amid his defamation trial. She said, I don't really want to make judgments publicly. But I just want to tell you that Johnny gave me CPR in 1995 when I overdosed outside the Viper Room with Sal. I need a felt pen. Uh, she added that Depp had also supported her daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, while she was suffering with addiction. Uh, Johnny, she said, when I was on crack and Frances was having to suffer through that with social workers, wrote her a four-page letter. What? Sorry. What I... in the world was that? Well, this channel was still turned on when I was trying to rewind something, and I just wanted to play this. I didn't realize that the channel was still turned on, and so what All you right, got? What was, I need is a big fat magic marker. Sorry, move on. Preston. It's okay. It's I'm just going to get back to my life of not contributing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, going to get back to my life <laughs> of not, not contributing? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. All right, so uh, Johnny said, she said, when I was on crack, Francis was having to suffer through what uh, with that, that with social workers, uh, wrote a four-page letter, she said Johnny did, uh, that she'd never showed me until her 13th birthday. So, so he wrote a letter to her daughter. He was single-spaced. Uh, he didn't really know me. Uh, then he sent limos to her school, and then the social workers were crawling around again unasked for and for her and all of her friends. 
Love added that she sympathized with Amber Heard as she'd also been the most hated woman in America, which she did not elaborate on. Elaborate on. She said, I've been the most hated woman in the world before, uh, before TikTok, and it's a really, then she paused, she said, I have a lot of empathy for what you must feel like, uh, for what that must feel like for Amber. F man, wow, can you imagine being her? So she OD'd out um, uh, in front of the Viper Room, you said? Yeah. So that River Phoenix did as well. Remember, he, he died. He, he died from yeah. that, yeah. Uh, Krause said in a follow-up Instagram story that while some of Love's musings were meant to be shared publicly, some had been shared by accident. Uh, she said the platform accidentally posted a story I didn't want public. Uh, she later clarified on Instagram, I want to show neutral support for a friend. I don't want to bully. Uh, the only important takeaway of what was posted is that I expressed that we should all stop having fun with uh, shade and fraud. And it says, look that up. It means delight in other, another person's downfall. Um I've forgotten what the end result of this is going to be. Are they looking for punitive damages from Amber Heard, or what? What exactly is the purpose? <laughs> I think so. I think so. That's what I asked when it all right. started. I'm like, what is? What's the point I, here? I think maybe punitive damages yeah. from Amber Heard. It's it's a defamation yeah, suit. Yeah. So yes, they they're going to want some kind of restitution right. for how he's been defamed. Yeah. So I would assume that's what the case is. So. Uh, Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger have announced the birth of their second daughter, who oh. was born on Saturday. Uh, they took to Instagram to announce the newest addition to their family, who is named Eloise Christina Schwarzenegger <laughs> Pratt. Uh, That's in, the baby. <laughs> in separate posts, they wrote of their excitement to welcome their new baby girl, adding, Mama and baby are doing well. We feel beyond blessed and grateful. <laughs> uh, Pratt and Schwarzenegger are already parents to daughter Lila Maria uh, who is nearly two years old. Uh, famous friends and fans of the couple showered them with congratulatory messages on Instagram following the announcement. Uh, sorry, Chris, she's, she's fussy. I gotta put it down. Of course. So fussy. Uh, all right, this is very interesting. Uh, what happens behind the scenes doesn't always stay behind the scenes because on Monday's episode of Live with Kelly and Ryan... Ryan Seacrest shared how he had to do an impromptu underwear change during the American Idol season finale on Sunday. I didn't notice this, no. you know, mainly because I didn't watch it. So he said, and I don't understand what this means. He said, apparently America voted and said there was uh, anatomy in the shot. So uh, There was just panic about it and we changed it. I don't know what he means could by see, that. Maybe. What, like the outline of his oh, penis? Is, is that it? Because I read the same article and they, they sort of suggested... Not unless he was going commando and had to put underwear on, or I don't know. But well, or maybe maybe that's what he. Maybe it was a little too defined, and so he had to change his underwear so that it kind of uh, all right. put a little so, cover over it. I'll read a little bit more here. Seacrest longtime stylist Miles Siggins approached him during a commercial break and said, "We go to commercial, and he says, can I tell you something? We need to change your underwear.'" I said, "What do you mean, change my underwear?" Uh, since Seacrest didn't have his own backup pair, Siggins offered up his underwear. He says, don't worry, I got mine. Uh, he's English, so he has shorter, tighter ones, and they were tight, elastic underwear. Your balls are uh, okay, yeah. Is that what it is? That's exa- it's exactly what it is. You it's can like, see his balls? You can see, you can see it like kind of on, his, on the side of his leg, on his Your right leg. So they probably wanted to put the tight underwear on to kind of... Okay. I never knew that. Is the rumor that Seacrest is packing a python? Is that the deal, or is with these just extraordinarily tight pants? They're tight pants. All right, that's probably it. They're I fitted. Have not heard the giant <laughs> member rumor of Ryan Seacrest. No, it's news to me. Uh, by the way, uh, Justin Guarini was on there. Yeah, he did a few appearances this season. 
Uh, and uh, I wanted to chat with him about it, but just we just didn't get around to it. But yeah, I'm I would have watched him on the show. Yeah, well, he was. He was on several times, yeah. and so they relived some of the early days of um, of Idol. Okay. Preston, look at the picture up here. That this is it. I mean, that's okay. I guess so. Uh, if you're on a TV show, it's or not like that, that it's bad. Not that I mean, bad. we know that men have penises. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least we assume. We'll put that on a T-shirt, Kathy. Yeah, we know that men have penises. No, no, no. I take exception with that. Kathy Romano. Kathy Romano. <laughs> Travis Barker did not hurl a homophobic slur when he was getting pranked on Ashton Kutcher's old MTV show. So says the actor from a resurfaced clip that's stirring up some controversy. Courtney uh, Kardashian's husband is getting slammed online by some folks who claim that he used... Uh, the F word, that is a derogatory term for homosexual, in an old clip from Punked. Uh, in the resurfaced clip, Travis is having dinner <clears throat> with Shanna Mochler when an actor posing as a waiter comes to the table and starts flirting with her, pretending that they used to date. Travis gets pissed off and tells the server, yeah, she usually dates bleep, and that it sets off a heated confrontation with the waiter saying that he didn't appreciate the term. So it was bleeped out. Uh, there's online speculation uh, that uh, MTV bleeped out a slur, but the actor playing the waiter in that episode, his name is Ahmed Ahmed, uh, says it's not the case. Instead, it, Travis apparently claimed she doesn't date effing a-holes, yeah. is what he had uh. said. Ahmed says that the Blink-182 drummer was totally cool once Ashton came out and let him know that he was being pranked. Uh, for those who might not buy Ahmed's story, he doubts Travis would have signed the release forms allowing the clip to yeah, air right, right. on TV if he had actually said what people are accusing him of And that's the, the most true point. He's not going to say, yeah, show it, what the hell. Uh, Ahmed says his friends encouraged him to speak out on Travis's behalf, and he's gotten a message uh, for the internet trolls uh, coming after Courtney's man. So in this, in the clip that they uh, play from the, uh, the this punked episode, he has a lot less tattooage. And he looks completely different. Yeah? You're completely different. Wow. Looks like a little kid. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres might be putting her foot in her mouth after interviewing Jennifer Lawrence on her show on Monday. It seems DeGeneres accidentally revealed the sex of Lawrence's three-month-old baby. <laughs> uh, DeGeneres said to the star, uh, people don't know this, but I used to live in the house that you live in now when I started the show 20 years ago. And she said, now I live next door to you, and I'm looking at you living in my house with a brand new baby. And she said, by the way, I do hear you sometimes talking to him. So has she, has she oh, been keeping no. it a secret? <laughs> yes, she has, yes. Uh, and Jenner said, I can hear you go, I know, it's so sweet. Uh, and Lawrence previously said that she wants to protect the <clears throat> baby's privacy at all costs. She told Vanity Fair in November of last year, uh, if I was a di- at a dinner party and somebody was like, oh, my God, you're expecting a baby, I wouldn't be like, God, can't, I can't talk about that, get away from me. But every instinct in my body wants to protect their privacy for yeah. the rest of their lives as much as I can. So she has been keeping that quiet. She can, she can put a big, fake, bushy mustache on the baby, right? That yeah. would be a, a nice disguise. Mm-hmm. But then we'd know it's a guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! Uh, page 6 reports that Jamie Foxx seemed to be having some fun with a mystery woman in Cannes over the weekend. Mm. Uh, the actor was engaged in some heavy PDA with this unknown woman while aboard a yacht in the French Riviera. They were also seen riding a jet ski together. Ooh, they said she's a little bit older, Preston. We were pretty oh. much allowed to go. <laughs> well, that's a lot older. She loves him. Yeah. Uh, page six reports that uh, Channing Tatum allegedly got a group of diners kicked out of a London restaurant. What? After he wrongfully accused them of taking pictures of him. 
Mm, that uh, doesn't sound like the Channing Tatum we know. A source told the Sun there was a group of six enjoying a meal and taking pictures of each other. Channing thought they were taking pictures of him and furiously stuck his middle finger up at them. And the next thing you know, the maitre d' was telling them to leave. You're going to have to leave now. You've upset Mr. Tatum. Yeah, so it, it was a you mistake. Know, he's, he's a star and you're just regular people. <laughs> I've got to go now. I'm sure it was a mistake. And it was he a mistake. thought that they were, you know, uh, trying to... You know, sit there and play paparazzi. An invasion of his privacy. Trying to have dinner. And he was eating lasagna, which is messy. He got a little bit perturbed (laughs) by that. Uh, This is interesting. So Laura Dern was 26 years old when Jurassic Park hit theaters in 1993. Oh, my God. But uh, she was only 23 when the movie began shooting. Her character, Dr. Ellie Sattler, falls in love with the much older scientist, Dr. Alan Grant, played by Sam Neill. Uh, Neil was 43 year old, uh, three years old at the time during the shoot, uh, but neither actor was particularly concerned about the 20 year age gap between their characters. But nearly three decades later, as the two stars geared up to reprise their iconic roles in Jurassic World Dominion, uh, they began to see that romance in a different light. Uh, the world has changed a lot since 1993, and what seemed normal at the time now seems strange to them. It, I didn't perceive that age difference in the movie. Did you? Did I mean, you she was definitely younger, younger yeah, but yeah. I didn't see a 20-year difference. No. Also, their romance wasn't exactly like a key plot point in right, Jurassic right, Park. Yeah. You know, it was just something that sort of happened in the, the background. Thing was, it's a relationship, and you knew it. Yeah, But they yeah. didn't, they weren't. I don't even think they ever even kissed on the I don't think so. No. Anything, yeah. What was the, the issue that it indicated that they had a relationship is that she clearly liked kids, and he was not a fan yeah. of kids, and by the end, he had become a fan of and kids. And then they broke up in the next movie, or right. two movies later. Uh, in a new interview with the Sunday Times, Dern and Neil reflected on their original on-screen romance and question whether it was the right choice. Uh, so he said, I am 20 years older than Laura, which at the time was a completely appropriate age difference for a leading man and lady, Neil said. Uh, and then he had a moment when he realized that it might not have been normal. He said, it never occurred to me until I opened a magazine and there was an article called Old Geezers and Gals. <laughs> and he said, people like Harrison Ford and Sean Connery acting with much younger people. And there I was on the list. <laughs> and I thought, come on, that can't be true. Uh, Dern echoed the sentiment that being cast as Neil's love interest felt completely normal at the time, and she didn't question it until decades later. She said, well, it felt completely appropriate to fall in love with Sam Neill, and it was only now when we returned in a moment of cultural awareness about the patriarchy uh, that it was like, wow, we are not the same age. (laughs) Uh, Despite whatever misgivings they have about their original romantic storyline, they signed on to return for the latest sequel, which sees them... Uh, re-team with Jeff Goldblum's Dr. Ian Malcolm, of course. And uh, uh, fans are obviously excited to see the dinosaurs, but they uh, they are quick to point out that uh, they, not the dinosaurs, are the film's real stars. Uh, Neil said these films have always been about the people. The dinosaurs are bigger than us, but they're just bloody bit players. Thank you, he says. You remember the first time he sat there in the theater? Oh, he blew me Jurassic away. Park? Blew me away. What? I am looking at the at an evolution, a revolution in filmmaking. Yeah, I could was, not believe it. It was such a leap. Yeah, in uh, CGI. Yeah, when that came out, and they the first one you see that Baronosaurus. Yeah. eating off of the the tree. You were like, oh my god, they did it. You're like Sam Neill. Yeah, you're, you're, they, they yeah, did it. The, the yeah. crazy bastard yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, astonishing. Yeah. Uh, so, just days before Top Gun Maverick hits theaters, Variety reports that the trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 has been released. Watch this yesterday. Yeah. This is a little bit of action in it. Yeah. 
Uh, your days are, uh, this is apparently, uh, according to Tom Cruise in the action-packed preview, Henry Zerny says, your days of fighting for the so-called greater good are over. Oh, nothing's over. And uh, they show, yeah, uh, yeah. Stallone. Was, nothing's over! He could be. In, <laughs> Nothing is over! In, he plays uh, uh, Tom Cruise's dad. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> Will you? Will you? Uh, so, That's the code phrase. Yeah. Will you? You'll know that the you know will arrived when you hear us say. What's the phrase? Yeah. Let him in. All right. Uh, let's see. According to Entertainment Tonight, high school musical star Vanessa Hudgens will be hosting this year's MTV Movie and TV Awards. Uh, the ceremony will be aired live from the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica, California, on June fifth. She's very talented. She is. She really is. Yeah. Uh, a couple other quick things. Uh, oh, uh, yes. So, the according to the Hollywood Reporter, Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore will be available on HBO Max uh, May 30th. So, this week. Are you, uh, since you up. did the whole Harry Potter thing, are you going along with this world as well? I, or did you tap out? I'll check this one out. I, I didn't, once they got to, to America, it, it didn't yeah. work. It, I, I didn't think it worked. Uh, it was okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, the Fantastic Beasts, first one was okay. I don't think I saw the second one, uh, but you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing a little backstory on Dumbledore. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, so, but I haven't really heard too much he about this. He was an this. accountant, wasn't he? Uh. Initially? I don't really know. Uh, so, anyhow, it's coming out on, uh, May 30th. All right, uh, we're ready for clips now. Somebody feed Phil. Follows the creator of the beloved series of Everybody Loves Raymond as he travels the world on sample and samples food and tradition with friends. And in this clip, Phil Rosenthal talks about what this show means for him. The whole show for me is about overcoming whatever fear I have of the unknown, of the unknown place, of the unknown food, of the unknown uh, uh, dance lesson, right? Whatever it is, we have to step a tiny bit out of our comfort zone because that's where the magic is. I don't I don't want I don't think I want to see it. Anybody else watching this? <laughs> no. It's really good. Is it, it? You know, yeah, it's just it's traveling the world and his attitude is so like happy and upbeat and all he wants to do is go around the world and find good foods. Um uh, oh so it's like an Anthony Bourdain thing. It's like Anthony Bourdain except that he's happy and enjoying right. life. And, right. and I love Bourdain. I think Bourdain was an incredible person. Uh but he was kind of cranky and sad yeah. a lot of the time and and what Phil does is sort of turn that on its Edge, and he's just a happy, upbeat uh, dude, and has fun eating food. Uh, some Season five, Somebody Feed Phil heads to Netflix tomorrow. Here's our next clip. More than 30 years after the original, Top Gun Maverick follows Pete Mitchell as he pushes the envelope as a courageous test pilot. And in this clip, Tom Cruise talks about reprising the role. What a journey, you know, from that moment. Um, it was an extraordinary moment for me to be able to just cinematically working with Simpson Bruckheimer, working with Tony Scott, to having this moment. And look, when you're making a movie, it's not the last day on set because you're constantly working and refining. Top Gun Maverick premieres in select theaters today and everywhere on Friday. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and it says they uh, they straddle the line between the fans of the uh, the original, but it is action-packed. Excellent. Like, incredible. Excellent. All right, and uh, that's the Entertainment Report for now. 
But we got somebody on the huh? phone that we need to speak to. Yes, we made mention of this earlier. Uh, we had reached out via the airwaves to Gloucester Catholic High School and asked the students to vote for a teacher they thought went above and beyond this past year. And they have named the coolest teacher of the year, Mr. Tom Flynn. Hey! And he's on the line with us. Mr. Flynn, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing today, sir? Very good, very good. I can imagine. Congratulations to you, by the way. All right, thank you, yeah. Hey, how long cool. have you been at uh, Gloucester Catholic High School? Yeah, I've, I've been here uh, 38 years. 38 oh oh years. Goodness, and you're a graduate of the school as well? Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm a graduate from back in 1979. Wow, we're finding that as a, as a, as a fairly common theme of teachers that end up back at their old high school. Uh, and was that the first school you started teaching at? Yes, it was. Yeah, right out of college. Yep, that's right crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mr. It's Flynn. like that Welcome Back Cotter show. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Uh, Mr. Flynn, my name's Nick. I'm a huge uh, hockey fan, and I'm curious as to whether or not you taught Johnny Gaudreau because he, he was a graduate of uh, Gloucester Catholic as well. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. Yeah, it is freshman English. Uh, he graduated with my son his same year, 2011. Was yeah. he a good student? Yeah, yeah, he's a solid kid. Yeah, all the way around, a great family. Yeah, well, that's cool. cool. That's right. awesome. Yeah. Right, and you teach yeah. uh, you teach English, Tom? Yeah, religion and English. Yeah. Okay. What do you, What do you do to keep those uh, subjects uh, fresh and to actually get the the kids interested in them? Well, I just like uh, like like make the kids part of the class that they know they're you know they're they're part of the class and they have a say in what goes on. And I, I think they like it that way, you know. They they kind of buy in and they're part of the deal. So yeah. you make them more, and we got, and we got great kids. <laughs> no, that helps. Yeah. yeah, but if you make yeah. them more invested in learning, then they they're going to learn in a more efficient way. That's very cool. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey, when it yeah. when it comes to reading material, what's uh what what's what are, what are some of the the books over the years that that really seem to be year after year still uh, popular and and that the students actually get engaged in? Well, I would say uh, To Kill a Mockingbird is yeah. one of the, like the classics and one of my favorites. Uh, the Outsiders. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, that's another great one. Uh, the Pig Man. The Pig Man. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, the, the Pig Man. Yeah, where they blow up the toilet in the, the <laughs> high school and all that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, and we have a newer one. It's called I'm Just Me, and it talks about a little bit about like cyberbullying and uh, huh. things like that. But yes, yeah, so I would say they were ones. Yeah. Okay. Did they, did they finally the get best one? The best one's the Bible. The Bible. There you the go. Bible. We still read that. Yep. Still read the Bible. Did they finally get rid of Johnny Tremaine? I remember that uh, that book. Do you remember that book, Johnny Tremaine? All right. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Well, we we never had that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're very lucky. Cause it's a, yeah. It's a horrible, boring <laughs> yeah. book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, where, where are you? guys right now you in finals or has that already happened well the, our seniors are in finals but uh the underclassmen they'll take finals starting january uh june uh 10th all right okay. and yeah, uh sort of the seniors yeah I, I, listen my the, the the thing that i dreaded most absolutely in high school was anytime i was assigned an essay of any shape or form um, and, and, uh, it's just, and, and I find that, uh, I find that girls were always better at essays than guys. That's why you paid them to write them that's for why you. I would, uh, that's why I dated upper class <laughs> girls. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, that's a smart move. That's a good move. Right, right. But, uh, but yeah, I would imagine going through you as an English teacher, um, uh, you, you probably have more laborious, uh, grading to do than any other teachers because, you're, you're not just looking at, at uh, tests and answers. You have to look at creativity and stuff like that as well, right? 
Right, right, and like organization in their writing and things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we well, we try to do that now. It's called writing across the curriculum. So the uh, like we'll they'll do a paper together with the English and history department or uh, you know oh. that kind of stuff. That way they can kind of focus on we focus on the English part of it. The you know the MLA style and the the uh, the history teacher he concentrates on the content and the references and things. That's like interesting. That, yeah. that is. Did you do uh, crossovers with phys ed like uh, uh, an essay on the history of the ball pump? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't done that yet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah. listen, uh, Tom, you got a lot of votes, and uh, people mm-hmm. clearly are, uh, you know, appreciating the work that you do. And in that appreciation, just as a token, we are going to give you the coveted Preston and Steve coolest teacher yeah. in the coffee yeah. mug, sir. Hey, thank you very much, man. It's a great honor. Thanks. It's yep. on. It's on behalf of the students. So we hope you enjoy that, Tom. We hope you have a, a great summer. So thanks for checking in, and congrats. Excellent. All right, Tom Flynn, guys. Mr. Flynn. Many decades teaching. That's very cool. Gloucester Catholic, 38 years there. Wow. All right, hang on a second. I have a a, a student calling in. Let me go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Joe? Not much. I was with uh, Tom Flynn in 1987. He was one of our teachers. Yeah. Uh, I still remember many of the things he taught us. And uh, we used to start the day off with the serenity prayer. Yeah. And uh, one of his famous sayings was, you're going nowhere quick. (laughs) You're going nowhere quick. Well, that's cool, man. And he made an impact on you, Joe, right? Absolutely. Uh, that, well, that's what it's all about. Nice. There you go. That's what the, all right. Well, thank you. We appreciate the comment, Joe. All right. So next up, Jenkintown Middle High School in Jenkintown, PA, you get to vote. And we want to find out who you think was a teacher that was, uh, for one reason or another, what you consider to be uh, the one that affected you the most in right. a positive way. Uh, so text the word teacher to 39333. And we'll send the voting link to you. And we'll give you 24 hours or at least till about 6 o'clock tomorrow morning to enter that. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget, someone we can all learn from, Tony Dan, yes! on the show this morning. We'll be right back. It's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore, Friday, May 27th, starting with the Preston and Steve Show, live from Keenan's North Hillwood, presented by Coors Light. Then, dig your toes in the sand with Pierre Robert, live from Margaritaville at Resorts Casino in Atlantic City, and Jackson rocks your happy hour at the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach. Come get an early start on the holiday weekend with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. I just want to let you guys know... We're three days away from uh, the Keenan's live broadcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is approaching rapidly. Coors Light, our sponsor for Eggs with Egg, the official opening of the Jersey Shore. Uh, and uh, don't forget, the uh, 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 Pierre's in Atlantic City. Oh, yeah. And then Jackson's going to be in Diamond Beach. Uh, he's going to be at Mahalo, right? I don't know if he's at Mahalo or Icona. Uh, okay, that's right, because so Icona is... The yeah. hope was that he was going to be at Mahalo. Um, we just don't know What's if, that? Um, it's the brand new Icona Resort. Ma- it's called Mahalo? Mahalo? Mahalo, yeah. So Icona is Ta-da! at, uh, like, Memphis and the beach, and then Mahalo is, like, two streets uh, north of that. And okay. so, uh, it is... Yeah, he's going to be at the Icona. Okay. All right. So, uh, you can go to WMMR.com. All the details are there. And, uh... 
Scroll down just a little bit, if you would, or the other the other direction. Uh, Pierre is going to be at uh, Margaritaville at Resorts Casino. Excellent. Doing his show in Atlantic City. Love so it. That is on Friday. By the way, <clears throat> we need some contestants for a couple of things we have planned uh, at Keenings. You go to PrestonSteve.com if you want to sign up. The uh, requirements are there. We need some uh, petite people for one yes. contest. We need some loud people for another contest. And we need a group of people for the other contest. Yeah, and we have a whole boatload of prizes to give away on Friday. Yeah. You know, we're going to have prizes from uh, Coors Light, who is, you know, our main sponsor for the event. So thank you so much to uh, to, to Coors Light. Uh, but we're also going to have prizes from the Philadelphia Phillies. So, you know, pairs of tickets. <laughs> Stake them up. Yeah. You know, stake them up. Cash. Cash. They, gave, awesome. they gave us $1,000 in cash to play with to oh, give yeah. away. So, yeah. uh, you know, thank you to our friends at Stake them up because they have uh, locations in Philadelphia, but they also have a location on the boardwalk in Wildwood. So. I know right what that is. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, okay. Yep. So let's, uh, let's get you on board. Uh, PrestonandSteve.com. We're still putting things together. Uh, keeping an eye on the weather. We might have a little bit of rain. I don't know about it in the morning, so that might, uh, you know, pivot some things to indoors. We were going to try some outdoor stuff this year. Yeah. We'll deal with it, man. We're pivoters. We'll, we'll get whatever we can. We pivot all the pivot. time. Yeah. I'm pivoting right now. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think it's time for some local fare, and the city beat is what we got there. Holy wow, wow. He's the beat behind the beat with the pedicured feet. <laughs> that was good. I did just trim my nails did yesterday, you? my toenails oh, yesterday. Did you do it at work? Yeah. What? Did you do it here? No, I didn't do it here. Oh, okay. Oh, like that's an odd question. I have done it here. I know. Before. I'm aware. I do it over the trash can. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you know. it's okay. Right. It's okay. Candy okay. doesn't believe it. I'll shave my legs tomorrow over yeah. the trash can. Like and we won't that. complain because it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. I'd sit and watch you. I'd pay to sit and watch Actually, you. Actually, I don't shave have to shave legs. my legs. I did uh, laser hair removal. Yeah, that's so right. You hair. don't ever have to? Or I do you have to do a little bit of trim up here? All there? it is is like a little bit, almost like peach fuzz in yep. certain little spots because the finer the hair, the harder it is to get. So I don't right. have any like dark, long hairs that grow. It's How just about a that? Tiny... Hey, not to be insensitive, but did you laze your beeve too? Yes. Don't okay, you remember? That's right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that's gone. Nice. Yeah. Beaver. Okay. It's, like, it's uh, sealed up. Last time, no, not that. Last time I was there, the women in the wait. Oh, I probably shouldn't tell this story. Yes, you should. I was in the the waiting room, and they're very open there. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, okay," you know, like everybody's chatting about what you need, and it's it's yeah. Debbie. Your beaver looks great. <laughs> it's, it was like going to the doctor. I mean, yeah. you speak. Out sure. Loud, but not with the, the other patients. Right, right. You know. Right, yeah. yeah. So everyone was kind of talking, and I was like, I just, I thought this was a good description. And, and because, you know, some hair will continue to grow, and you have to, like, get certain spots. And I was like, listen, I have a landing strip, but I don't want it. And she was like, got it. I know where to go with the laser. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think a landing strip is hot. And then, everyone no, started, but then everyone started laughing, and I was like, oh, I guess that was a little too descriptive <laughs> for the waiting room. Now, my butthole's fine. <laughs> Hold on, I posted... Man, this is an orthodontist. The office is here looking for. <laughs> I posted a picture uh, of me getting the laser hair removal, and the girl kind of, like, leaned over with the with the laser, and you have to wear these glasses yep. and whatever, and, uh, but I was laying on my stomach. She was doing my legs, but people were like, are you getting your butthole laser? <laughs> oh, the things that go on at the laser clinic. Because the picture yeah. looks like that could possibly be. <laughs> it, it was the janitor cleaning the, the garbage cans, Preston. Yeah. She, what are you doing? You getting your butthole laser? Yeah, she said, what are you doing? Why don't you just clean the garbage and get out of So here? next time Preston clips his nails here, yeah, you yeah. do that. Here. Yeah. I just don't understand the, the double standard here. While you know we can talk about this stuff, but we can't talk about you know poop and it's. Oh, it's, you do. Don't worry. That's uh, why I, I know, jumped in I know. with my story. Yeah. All right, we had a whole conversation. Okay, city beat. No, uh, no. Yeah, that's where we are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, after two years. <laughs> 
After two years of all virtual programming due to the pandemic, the Philadelphia Folk Festival is returning to Upper Salford Township, Montgomery County, this summer. Is it's, it, it's like right around the corner from my house. Swanksville, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Kathy, uh, this is you, right? Uh, the Activities. <laughs> The Philadelphia Folk Song Society's annual festival is being held from August 18th through the 21st at the Old Pool Farm, which is 323 Station Road. Are you going to do your old banjo tribute to Dido? Uh, To Dido? No, this year we're doing something different. Uh, We're going to do the... uh, Who are we doing this year? Um, It's always exciting. Yeah. Oh, Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim. Love it. Uh, So the event is the longest continuously held outdoor festival in North America and is commemorating its 60th year of gathering to celebrate uh, and listen to folk music. It's funny because I I feel like I listen to music that might be considered folk music, but I don't know. I I really don't know, like, how you would describe, like, a... It's like Eminem. uh, Well, like a Mumford & Sons or because they've sort of changed. Or Avid Avid Brothers or or Camp. You ever listen to Camp? No, but I think what you're talking about is folk music. It's just with a modern twist. You know, it's a a little bit, quote-unquote, harder. It's not the hard music, obviously, but it's, you know... But, Casey, you would like the folk festival. It's a a cool vibe, and uh, they get really good acts. There's new acts. There's older acts. um, And you can camp if you want to, but you don't have to. Uh, it looks like all right. So, Punch Brothers. I'm aware of the. Punch yeah, I'm going to go through. Okay. I'm going to go through some of these artists here on my list here. Okay, so okay. Uh, though the events in person concert series is returning, those who prefer to watch the, the virtual version uh, will be able to tune in and watch festival live from home. Uh, this summer's headliners include uh, Michael Franti and Spearhead. See, mm. I didn't know Michael Franti was a folk artist. Uh, so it's a hip hop fusion band that delves into folk, funk, reggae, rock, and jazz. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of uh, a few things uh, rolled into one. Punch Brothers, as Casey has said, are also on the list of headliners. And the five-person acoustic band will join forces with Americana heavyweights Sarah Jarosa, or, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jaros and Watch House as part of their American acoustic tour. I don't really know anything about folk music. So when I called up, I put in a great folk artist, Preston. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the artist that came up vis-a-vis Google, the famous search engine, Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, Joni Mitchell, Leonard Cohen, Cat Stevens they have listed, James Taylor, Judy Collins, John Prine, Woody Guthrie. How about you put in, like, current folk uh, music, put in current, current folk artists, right, and yeah. see what comes up. So, because right. uh, those are the greats that, yeah. that, you're, that you're definitely mentioning. So we're going to be looking at John Prine, Loudon Rainwright III, Lucinda Williams, Towns Van Zandt, Arlo Guthrie, Tracy Chapman, okay. Christine Lavin, Peter Rowan. Yeah, these aren't anybody that's in my wheelhouse. I um the, the wheelhouse, yeah, the wheelhouse. I like the uh, go folk yourselves. Yeah, I like those. John uh, Prine passed guys. away. A couple he years did. Ago, yeah, yeah, COVID. Who did? John Prine. Oh, okay. Uh, other headliners include the War and Treaty, uh, which are a Michigan-based husband and wife <clears throat> soul and Americana duo duo. Uh, Christine Lavin, a folk singer-songwriter for more than thirty years in the business, will return as the MC of the event. And also being showcased as a spotlight artist. Well, she's famous for thrash folk, mm. which is a subsect. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's RV uh, camping, yeah. uh, all kinds of different things. You can just do, you know, daily tickets or weekend tickets and stuff like that. For I bet you various, activities, right? Various prices. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, that's not the biggest act, though. Arrested Development, they're going to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 
I love those guys. I know they're awesome. So it's, it's a it's a mix and match. You know, wow. it's All not right. just sitting around playing acoustic uh, guitar, singing kumbaya. You know, it's, okay. a, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm looking at the the full rundown, and Arrested Development is the only name that I personally recognize. But uh, yeah, if you're into folk, this is uh, this is a great Are you event. Going up New Hampshire, what <laughs> will you say? <laughs> Things like that, and singing that way, and that's what people want to pay. I think you might like the band camp. C-A-A-M-P. I don't think I will. <laughs> I'm not a fan of camp or the band that sings camp or the band that's named camp. Don't like them at all. I loved your riff on uh, If I Had a Hammer. If I had a hammer, <laughs> I'd kill my landlord. <laughs> I'd kill my landlord with the hammer I've got. You'd beat him with the hammer. I'd beat him with the hammer. <laughs> He'd say, stop hitting me with the hammer. And the family would call the cops and say that I'm in the hallway killing their dad with a hammer. That's a... Uh, that's a, that's is a that, hammer killer. Is that yeah. a Peter, Paul, and Mary song? Is that a Pete Seeger song? I, I, I think it's a Peter, Paul, and Mary song. I don't know if yeah. all three of them sang... Ow, my Sorry, early yeah, morning and my... my Folk voice is not all it could be. I'll hit you with the hammer. If I had a hacksaw, I'd run across your throat. <laughs> you wouldn't be moving because I hit you with the hammer. So hacksaw yeah, was the yeah. follow-up to hammer? Then I'd vivisect your body and I'd feed it to my pigs. Because <laughs> they eat everything. They eat human the evidence. It's a trick that was known by the mafia. They did it years ago. See, some of these folk songs delve into material you wouldn't Absolutely. expect. And it's kind of off-putting because it's this wonderful... You think it's wonderful and upbeat. Beautiful melody and you're not if maybe really... I whole house, <laughs> I slap my bitches. You can get I'd employ yeah. your mother. <laughs> I'd hire your mother to turn tricks. Then I'd kill her with a hammer. It all goes back to the hammer, doesn't it? Yeah. it does. I had a hammer. I had a hammer in the morning. I had a hammer in the evening. Yeah. Oh, just like an idiot. I'm not particularly handy. I'm not in construction. I just like beating things with a hammer. I'm a simple-minded idiot. Dear Lord, it's a story about now. The kid next door just sits right. there and hits stuff with a hammer all day long in the driveway. Yeah. If I lick the pavement, oh. I'd lick the pavement in the morning. So uh, the folk festival, you can hear great songs like, like that. that. Yep. Uh, and it will be August 18th through August 21st at the Old Pool Farm in Montgomery County. So There's maybe. something rustically wonderful about that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Now, I would probably get bored after a little while, but I would like to go see some of it. And if you go the... the um, uh, the trail that goes by there. The um, oh man, the, the folk singer trail. No, 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 no. If no. I had a trail, Perk Yeoman, Perk Yeoman, thank you. Yeoman trail. Okay. The Perk Trail goes <clears throat> right by that campground. So the the um, the, that's where Preston rides his bike. The uh, uh, the stages and so forth are set Is up there right? all really? year round, right, right along the trail. So when you ride along the trail, oh. you, you see them. And, and I've never oh, actually cool. ridden by there when the festival is going on. But uh, yeah, well, maybe pack up, pack a lunch, yeah. and go out and sit there, and yeah. You know, with you bring your hacky sack. Yep. All right. So, and your hammer. Uh, it's coming out August yeah. 18th. Don't forget your hammer. Don't forget your hammer <laughs> when you're going to the folk fest. <laughs> Gonna be lots of people waiting for you to arrive. Here comes the hammer guy. All right. Why had uh, the MC Hammer ever make it into folk? Yeah, that's a good point. There's, it's loaded with hammers. If I knew MC Hammer. <laughs> Hang on, let me, before we, okay, uh, not moving on. yeah, next story, let me go to this uh, caller, Jackie is on the line. Hi, Jackie, good morning. 
Jackie, are, oh, no, let me try that again. Now I can hear you. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Can you hear me? Jackie from Spring Mountain. Ah. Jackie from Spring Mountain. Excellent. It's Jackie from Spring Mountain. <laughs> Spring Mountain. <laughs> Which is right over that way, yeah, by yeah. the way. It is. Yes. It is. What's up, Thank Jackie? You. So we've lived there for over 20 years, and every year we plan our summer vacation for the to go away the week that the folk festers. Come. I believe it. Yeah. Does, does so, it get does it get swamped there, Jackie? With people coming into town, inundated with yeah. um, tie-dyed campers. <laughs> the highlights of the of the weekend, and it gets longer and longer. So these come in for the weekend. Now they come in like Wednesday or Thursday. They mm. set up their camping um, in and around the farm. Um, the highlights usually include. Uh, the multiple times that the police have to come. Really? Uh, not, the, not the musical police, the actual <laughs> yeah. police officers. Oh. Um, for things like um, violence or overindulgence of things that are... You would not think that at the Folk Fest. Yeah. Yeah. You, you would they're think they're very, hammers. very, very pleasant. Yeah, they're all, they're all loaded with hammers, hammers, Steve. They're beating yeah. each other. I'm on a box of hammers. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Jackie, I have a quick question yeah. for you. Are you able to... Um, would you be able to make money at all? At, like, rent your house out for Airbnb or rent your... Garage, uh, your driveway out for rent your hammers out. Yeah. Rent your hammers. No, seriously, yeah. oh, is, is there no, a way to make I, some yeah, cash? Probably, probably. You should. Yeah. Um, no way. So the other highlight <laughs> is that the um, the last week in August, the weather always cooperates to be usually 100 percent humidity, and it always will rain. So the people that are oh. camping usually can count on getting rained on. Right. So after several days of you know um, not showering and being in 100 percent humidity, most of them um, will stay on the campground, but some of them will choose to bathe in the nearby creek. You're not painting a really wonderful picture yeah. of the uh, yeah, of the folk fest. Well, it can be very exciting. And then the end of the highlight is that the local fire department has a pancake breakfast. So the campers load up on a flatbed, like hayride kind of thing, and um, will go down to the firehouse to have an oily pancake breakfast. If I had some syrup, I'd pour it on the pancakes. And then from Monday on my way to work, I, I passed by the parking, and, and it's kind of like the walk of shame. It's, it's the people that... They look like they've been there for two months, and they're carrying their backpacks and trying to find their car. I, I know which, far too much about this folk festival now. It, it yeah, seems, which inevitably yeah. you can't get your car out of the field because it's rained, and then they spin their wheels. And it sounds like a standard field concert, except with hammers. One of these festivals, it just kind of that's just that's what happens. Wouldn't you assume it'd be like a really, really? Pla- I'd almost put it like at a like at a Grateful Dead or Fish Five. Here's the, the deal: the, right? if, if it sucked, they wouldn't put it on year right, after year right, after yeah. year. So. People, it's not for you, Jackie. Yeah. We'll just it's say a that. Great, great time and great music, and I highly encourage everyone who would like to enjoy folk fest music to come. And I will um, promptly leave town. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie from Spring Mountain. Thank you, Jackie from Spring Mountain. All right, now we can go somewhere else in the city, babe. That wasn't um, even the city. That's way up the mountains. It is. I'm, I'm, this is just in and around yeah, yeah, our yeah. area. These are stories that are local because now we're headed to Northeast Philly, all right? Top, right. Top Golf is expanding into the area. Yeah, they're going to the old Nabisco. That's exactly uh, it. Yeah. Yep. So they have that location uh, now, and they are planning another one for King of Prussia. That'll be next summer. Uh, they have 77 locations uh, worldwide. The closest one until now has been in Mount Laurel to Philadelphia, that is. 
Um, and, <clears throat> yeah, it's a three-level, 68,000-square-foot complex. It sits off the former, uh, at the former location of the Nabisco plant just off Roosevelt Boulevard. Are these places are really popular, oh, are they not? Fun, yeah. yeah. And they're fun? You guys as, yeah. as golf I just, aficionados? Well, I just went for the first time uh, this past winter. I mean, it was winter. You yeah. Know? And so it wasn't um, super-duper cold out, but it was, you know, pretty, yeah. you know. Um, but every all the bays are heated. The food is good. So it, you're, you know? you're outside, but they have heat. Heat uh, like yeah, so you're in these climate controlled hitting bays. Okay, uh, so it's an open air facility, but you're in these bays, and and that you know there's either heat or right. or fans. I assume to cool you off when it's hot, uh, and a, uh, a dented in course. It's not ten. Uh, no, it's, no, not no, no, no. it's not. So it's like a driving range. A driving range, yeah. Um and you hit out to it and there are there are targets for okay. you to hit and then they, they go and you they uh, they have sensors and, and they you score points. Interesting. Like now, Casey, you've done this? I did. So I had a friend of mine who's who's a golfer had told me it's kind of fun for, for people to play golf regularly, but he said that the uh the golf balls are you know, sometimes when you go to ranges they have golf balls that don't uh that won't go as far. They're 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 made for a different purpose. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's not it's not going to be the same thing. You, you're not going there to work on your game, right? You're going there to hit, play a game, play a game. Yeah, you know, you know, perhaps hit the ball as hard or as far as you can. You know, work on you know hitting these various targets. Uh, you know, eat, drink, hang, hang out. You know what I mean? It's you can it's, have a birthday party there or a date. You're not going there to uh, get to Augusta. I see a lot of dates there. So, so w- w- the skills that you would perfect at this place would they benefit your golf game or would it's they not that, work against that. it? No, I mean it's um, it's kind of like you know rock and glow bowling, right? Okay, yeah, you're, you you're there to have fun. And, and, yeah, you know you, that's you, a good you, analogy. You want to do well, right? Like you don't yeah. want to be shanking the ball all night, right? Mm-hmm. But like you know, it, it's really just you're you're there for the vibe and the hang, and, and that sounds that's fun. It. Yeah, just in this kind of thing. Uh, by the way, Casey and I played the Cora golf outing yesterday at Philadelphia Cricket Club. <laughs> Weather was fantastic, and Cora is an amazing organization. But Casey was hitting a Piss out of the golf ball. Really? Yeah, he's cranking it. It's, uh, I think, Steve, it's my new muscles. Uh, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, I started hitting the gym uh, right. fairly regularly since September, and it has had an effect on the distance that I've been hitting Like the ball. you're a gorilla now. It, but the problem is I have no consistency to my yeah, game. So yeah. you can hit it really far. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're going to get a great no, score. No, that's what I found. No. Yeah, but, but Casey can hit the ball very far. And uh, it was impressive to watch. Uh, we, had, we had a good time yesterday. Uh, so. Preston played the dude. He almost shot in the 70s. At the cricket club. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a good round. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah I shot was. 81. I was pretty happy with that. Hey, where's the one that's going to be in KOP, the top club? Uh, so I don't know exactly where, Nick. Okay. I think near iFly. I think it's going to be back in right that in general iFly. area. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if people still go to iFly. Uh, yeah, I always see always see cars in that parking lot. I never do. Oh, I, really? Yeah, just like when going to movies and stuff, it just seems to me to be empty. People and, were digging it. You had your you had your full uniform. I bought a suit. I bet you injured yourself. And then I messed up my shoulder. Your I head get, got cut off in the prop. I can. Uh, <laughs> you, you notice this car? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to. I need to go back to iFly. I got. I got to get back there. It is so much fun. Could they combine them both? Top fly. Yeah. Uh, top golf and iFly. Yeah. Why not? Top fly. So, by the way, uh, yeah, here's what you do at Top Golf. You book a climate controlled hitting bay for yourself and up to five friends you can reserve online um or you can take your chances and get there but i would recommend uh uh, reserving Uh, a host will help you set up your player profiles and uh, choose your game uh they're all golf but with slightly different goals and skills the bays open out to an outdoor 
driving range with themselves are covered with from the elements and have screens that track your score and progress, comfortable seating, and the ability to order food and drinks without having to go to the bar. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't play at all, but that sounds like... Could I have fun if I went? Oh, to absolutely! absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so they they have clubs for you. You can bring your own if you want to. You wave it over the golf club over a sensor. The ball comes up for you to hit. Aim for any of the range targets of different sizes and colors. The further the target, the more points you have for hitting it, and the ball will score itself, displaying distance and accuracy on the screen. So, what's the lo- what's so the longest drive distance? I assume they want to make sure that you try to keep. Can you hit it out of the? Uh, if you know. had your own club, you probably could. But if you're using the clubs that they use, because I. Like I said, you know, I can hit the ball pretty far, yeah, but yeah. you know, the the clubs that they gave us, I was able to hit the back net. Yeah, but uh, hey, it, apparently the one in King of Prussia is going by the uh, where the casino is, the Valley Forge Casino. Oh, oh. Uh, okay, interesting. I'm sure we can have the uh, yeah, we we'll do, maybe we'll do the. Uh, the next blood drive next well, year. When is the when is this one going to open? Press uh, the in the northeast. Mm-hmm. Uh good. Question. I would love to do a sorority event there. That'd I be a fun time. Be a oh lot. yeah, that'd be a oh, lot I'd of love fun. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so base start at thirty dollars per hour, uh, which kind of like what simulators can go for. It's mm-hmm. really not that expensive. Uh, the price is going up depending on uh, day and time, though, by the way. so uh, But, yeah, Casey, I don't know if it's already open or not. We'll have to look this, into this. This says uh, Top Golf in Northeast just opened, okay. and it's already a traffic nightmare. Uh, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, especially Roosevelt Boulevard. Yeah. Please. Stretch. You need wow. more of those. All right. Uh, what else? City Beat. Um, let's go with this one. Here's another activity for you. This is like a summer Kathy. activity. Uh, Steve sent this over to me. It's a place called Fireball Mountain, a laser tag facility in Wrightstown, Burlington County. But it's an outdoor laser tag facility. I've never seen an outdoor laser tag with facility. With new and improved equipment, right. too. So uh, the guy who owns it, his name is Robert Peppard. Or peppered, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but he has always been a fan of video games, and uh, he recognized a natural tie-in between those games and laser tag, and he recently added the games designed to mimic uh, popular video games, including Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Fortnite. Uh, to give gamers a chance to act out those missions in person. Oh, that's cool. Uh, although the park doesn't have a relationship with any video game company, the missions resemble those in the popular games aren't, and aren't close enough to create copyright concerns. Right. He said, last year we completed... A field that sits on about an acre and a half with 30 buildings, streets, underground tunnels, and a two-story catwalk. <laughs> uh, they opened the park in 2012 initially, uh, but uh, but they've re-upped a whole bunch of stuff. So there are two boards on Call of Duty uh, that are very similar to it, and we created a series of missions, he said, that are unique to that area. So they've adjusted it. It's Call of Duty, D-O-O-D-Y. <laughs> Duty. Oh, yeah. Steve, the last time I played laser tag, I almost got in a fight with this guy <laughs> because he was such a dick. I got hit with the laser, okay, right, right. and then you kind of, kind of, you have to go you're, back. You're wearing to the, a sensor that goes off, and you've been hit. Right? And then this dude, as I like turned and walked away yeah. to go back to like my home base because I feel like I, yeah. I, I feel like I had reset. to go back to reset. Yep, he just followed me. And just and kept shooting me in the back every time I reset. I was that's a, uh, that's a, that's like the, the, uh, when you respawn, you respawn, you respawn, stay at the respawning area, it's a crock of crap. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why? As are... my son would say, that's cheap. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. Cheap. That's dog water. I'm, yeah. Dude, yeah, it is dog water. Where is this? Uh, oh, this thing is in Burlington County. Yeah, so it's in, uh, it's called Fireball Mountain, Kathy. It's in Wrightstown, Burlington County. So it's kind of okay. near Fort Dix, uh, around that area. Okay. 
Uh, so their uh, riff on this appears to be novel. He said the idea of providing consumers with the play experiences uh, that might be similar to their home gaming experiences can be very worthwhile because now they can experience it themselves in the flesh. Well, also you don't when you <clears throat> if you do paintball, you got to get bundled up because those suckers do hurt. Yeah. So there are a couple of options that are not to that level, but right. do have projectiles. So. Uh, it's on 15 acres, and Good. like I said, it's not far from uh, from McGuire, Dick's, Lakehurst military base. Uh, Papard touts his facilities entertainment for getting the gamer off the couch and into physical activity. He said, we downplay the idea of the gun. Yeah. I uh, said, uh, given the recent shootings in Buffalo and elsewhere, uh, in fact, there are missions, he said, that we run like capture the flag, where you don't even need to fire the laser tag because the objective might not require that. It's all about working with the team on a common objective while having fun the whole time. So the game works by pitting teams against each other and giving players specific instructions depending on the game. Some of the options uh, include team elimination, domination, and counter-strike. Players are fitted with gear that includes a Lycra cap with sensors and a laser tag unit equipped with a sling and given instructions on how to use them. You can wear whatever you want to, uh, but they do rent camouflage jumpsuits and jackets <laughs> and sell camo T-shirts if you want to dress the part as well. So these are these laser guns are, are, are a little bit more highly attuned, yes? Yeah, so here's the advancement in technology has allowed for more possibilities with laser tags. So colorful infrared lights which can now travel up to 1,000 feet. That's pretty amazing. Have replaced the red and white lasers that gave the game its name in the mid-1990s. Equipment has gotten lighter, and Wi-Fi enables real-time scoring that can tell players who's been hit, by whom, and how many times that they have tagged other players. straight-up video game. And listen to this. When you get hit, it makes a sound that determines the type of hit. Okay, so there are different types of hits. For example, that is just a graze. Yeah. That little noise there. No. Okay. Uh, a groan-type sound means that someone is hit but is still in the game. Huh? So you've just been injured or winged but not dead. But if the player hears medic, medic, man down and sees their lights flashing and their LED screen says game over, they're out. Huh. But that's not the end of the fun because depending on the game, you use a, there's a break and then you then you play again. Uh, they also added this thing, Steve. I've never heard of this. It's called Jello Tag. Jello oh. Tag. They added this about a year and a half ago, similar to paintball, but without these spherical dye filled capsules. Unlike Laser Tag, which shoots infrared beams, the gun in Jello Tag shoots a small ball of gelatin. And when you get hit by, uh, this is according to uh, uh, the the owner. He said, when you get hit by a paintball at 250 or 300 miles per hour, it's going to leave a mark. Uh, it's also going to leave a stain on your clothes, which Jello won't. In Jello tag, the range is only about sixty feet, but that's perfect for our combat village, which has thirty structures. So it's like paintball without the sting, right? Right, and, and you still get to uh, you know hit somebody with a projectile. <laughs> Paintballs do hurt; they freaking hurt. Yeah, yeah. It's fun because yeah. you're all hyped up, and right, right, right. You know your your uh, adrenaline is up, and but I've I've played it, and you're like ah, god <laughs> damn it. <laughs> And you're you're pissed that you got shot, and the and that kind of kills the pain a little bit. And in paintball, correct me if I'm wrong, on, on a course like this, if you get hit once, they consider you gone, right? You, yeah. If you get shot in the arm in paintball, you're you're considered you're done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for that, that game, round right. for that right. round, right. yeah. So, but with the with the electronic version, you could simply take an injury and yeah. continue playing. Yep. Uh, the game has become so popular, a second field is being built and is ready next month to accommodate the requests. Uh, when the game debuted in 2020, about 30 players signed up the first month. This month, they're expecting 300 players. And once a new field is complete, they anticipate more than double that number. I see a potential riff um, on this with top 
go- uh, top uh, top golf, top yeah. golf, yeah. so that you have a whole row, three rows, the on the other side facing you, and you're you're sh- you're hitting the golf ball at, at each them. other. I like that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this would be a great sorority party. Oh my too. god! Yes, it, it would. <laughs> Let me go. In fact, here's Becky uh, who wants to comment on it. Hey, Becky. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Now, nah, what's up, Beck? Hey, we love Fireball Mountain. We've been there. I have two boys, 14 and 12, and it is a total blast. And it feels so great as a parent. Like, they're out there. They're in the woods. Yeah. They're running around. There's a lot of teamwork, and their staff is out there, which really helps them, like, manage the game. Um, and my kids just love it. Like, there's a lot of creativity, but it's a total blast. Hey, awesome. how, how far in advance do you need to, to book something like that? Because I'll bet it fills up quickly. You know, it does, but they uh, if you're on their email list, they have openings that pop up, and so they'll email you, and they'll say, you know, 20 openings this weekend, give a call. Oh. And so you do have a chance to kind of do a little spur of the moment, but okay. it's just great. It's cool. awesome. All right. I know with the paintball, they have specific times for kids. Is it the same there? Yeah, when you schedule a party, they want to know the age of the children and so that you can put them in the right bracket so that they're competing against yeah. right. So it's not 28-year-olds against 5-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, awesome. Right. Very cool. Well, thank you, Becky. We appreciate yeah, it. no problem. Yeah, I know my son, Parker, would he's dying to do oh my some, God. some tag games and stuff like that, so that'd be perfect. All right, uh, that's it. City Beat Gang, hope you got something out of that. I liked it. Kind of bringing you up to speed some things going on in and around our area. I want to. Uh, here's one of the things going on. We have a movie screening of the Bob's Burgers movie tomorrow night, seven o'clock. UA King of Prussia, and I can take uh, four callers right now and give you passes. We'll take the first four callers two one five two six three WMMR. The Bob's Burgers movie is going to hit theaters on May twenty seventh. So we have that screening in advance of that. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre file stories when we return. And podcasters, we saved some of those Bob's Burgers movie tickets just for you. If you would like to go to Preston and Steve's advanced screening of the film on Wednesday, May 25th at the UA King of Prussia, well, go to WMR.com right now, scroll down, look for the secret contest, enter there, and we'll randomly select winners to get passes to the Bob's Burger movie screening. Good luck, and thanks for listening. Hey, I got an email from a guy, uh, Jason, actually his wife uh, reached out to me too, and they need some help, so I need to throw this out to you guys, see if you can help out real quick. Uh, And he writes, uh, my daughter and I attended the MMRBQ. We had a real daddy-daughter moment during the Lilith Czar set uh, when she gave a speech about women empowerment. Uh, My daughter and I worked our way up to the pit and uh, got my daughter a great view of the stage. She was speechless with the music and with Lilith new fan for life and said i have to explain he says i have to explain something about my daughter she's 13 this is her first concert my daughter suffers from anxiety and is like i said his wife wrote me too like it's kind of debilitating okay Mm -hmm. so he said um she recorded lilith's speech on her phone and the beginning of the next song and i told my daughter whenever she felt unsure of herself to watch that video and it really hit home to her. and uh the part where i could use some help is during the pretty reckless set something happened to her phone and she lost the video. Like, it's completely wiped oh, out. Man. And she was devastated, and she had an anxiety attack oh. because of that. He said, is there any way that I could get my daughter a video clip or anything to help replace what she lost of that moment? I said, look, we don't film the show. We, right. we, don't, we don't film the uh, the concert. 
Um, so I, I personally can't help out, out with that. But maybe, maybe somebody, somebody did. listening yeah. filmed that, and if they did, could reach out to us, and maybe we can get that to them. It was a great speech. I was listening to it as well, and it's just it was so uplifting, and it was just about empowerment and uh, loving yourself and being okay with who you are. And if you're having a, a hard time, that's okay too. It was just it was really. Um, it was nice. It was it was really an uplifting speech. So hopefully we can track down the audio. Yeah. So if you were if you were there and you happen to have your phone out and you're recording and you might be able to send that over to us, it would be wonderful. And then I could uh, forward that over to Jason and his daughter. And uh, that'd be great. Uh, she would really appreciate that. So if you could help, that'd be wonderful. So thank you. All right. Let's do the bizarre file. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Sequoia Outback, celebrating 25 years, making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley. You can stop in for their annual Memorial Day sale, which is going on now, Route 309 in Hatfield or at decksupplies.com. So room 150 at the Motel 41 in Evansville, Indiana, where escaped Lauderdale County inmate Casey White and former jailer Vicki White stayed while they were on the run amid a manhunt that was captioning... Uh, capturing the nation's imagination, apparently has a long waiting list, according to the oh, motel clerk. So people are booking it for that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, it was the, 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 they were on the lamb and they stayed in this room. Exactly. Room 150 Jeez. is located on the ground floor of Motel 41. Like other rooms there, amenities include queen-size bed, flat-screen TV, and cable. A motel clerk had told AL.com via phone that there is a waiting list of 60 or more people who want to stay in room 150. As far as these kind of stories go, that's that's even a low-level story. But Totally. Uh, the uh, normal who, rate... Yeah, who can figure these things out? Uh, the normal rate at Motel 41 is around $63 a night, and uh, they don't know if there's going to be a different rate for room 150 I'm or sure not. I'm sure there will be. Uh, Are they going to have reenactors portraying them as you walk in? Casey White and Vicky White fled Motel 41 on May 9th. The Cadillac sedan the couple fled in was soon cornered by uh, about two miles away by law enforcement vehicles uh, and overturned in a ditch at that time. Vic, uh, time Vicky White shot herself in the head and died by suicide. Uh, capital murder suspect Casey White was apprehended and returned to Alabama. So for some reason, lots of people want to stay in this room. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, an American mother and her daughter claimed that they were scammed by a uh, Mykonos restaurant that charged them $641 for two crab legs and two cocktails. Mykonos. Uh, is it Mykonos? Thank you. Uh, and uh, But anyhow, they got charged over $600 for two crab right. legs. <laughs> that seems pricey. Two mojitos. Yes. And proceeded to threaten to call the police when they complained. Uh, Brenda Moulton and her 19-year-old daughter, Kayla, experienced the scare of their lives when intimidating staff at DK Oyster Bar told them that they wouldn't return to the U.S. if they refused to foot the astronomical bill. We'll keep you prisoners here. Uh, The pair said that food and drinks they ordered could not possibly justify the cost, but they do admit to sitting on the restaurant's deck chairs for two hours. Oh, my God. Uh, She said, I I told them uh, two mojitos and two crab legs cannot make 600 euros. I will not pay you. He then told me verbatim, I will call the police. They will keep you here, and you will not return to your homeland. We can easily find where you live. <laughs> uh, the breathtaking That's views... That's how you work the customers. The breathtaking views and dreamy weather were suddenly ruined by the alleged threats, and the mother and nervously uh, and daughter nervously hurried to pay the check. 
Upon leaving the restaurant, Moulton claims that she began warning bystanders not to enter the store in order to avoid the reported outrageous high prices and alleged poor business practices. But she was yet again confronted by staff. She said the boss of the store came out furious and approached us in a threatening mood. I immediately raised my voice and I shouted at him. The American tour said a lady then approached her and told her she had seen an eerily similar scene at the restaurant the day before and that police had been involved. Brenda and Kayla said that they were uh, left so anxious that they stayed at the restaurant with two fellow Americans who calmed them down until they were able to leave. Uh, The restaurant's TripAdvisor page is flooded with telling reviews of customers who alleged alleged that they were lured with the same strategy. Overly insistent, shady waiters who offered free sunbeds, vague descriptions of the menu's prices, and ultimately astronomical bills. <laughs> yeah, I read so a number of them. It's it, what they yeah, do. Uh, yeah, virtually every one of them had a similar story. Uh, DK Oyster has profusely denied claims that they employ questionable tactics to attract customers and the guests are subjected to intimidation if they complain about the high prices. The restaurant has also claimed on TripAdvisor that the high prices are expanded, explained by the, quote, top quality raw material. There you go. And our chef has been chosen among the best in order to complete our concept and an experience uh, an experience that surpasses the ordinary it standard. Does, it does make sense if you consider, okay, $100 per mojito. Yes. And $200 per crab leg. Per crab leg. Yeah. I mean, one crab leg. Euros, I should say. Is $200. Yeah. So, Wow. Five Air Force reservists have been disciplined after using a military aircraft to make an unauthorized landing at Martha's Vineyard in March to pick up a crew member's vintage motorcycle. This huge aircraft. The crew members are part of the 53rd Weather Reconnaissance Squadron based at Keesler Air Force Base in Mississippi, also known as the Hurricane Hunters. The 53rd flies modified transport planes called WC-130Js into tropical storms gather essential weather data for planners across the East Coast. This particular crew was flying in the New England area March 25th when they made a stop at Martha's Vineyard, unbeknownst to the leadership at the 403rd Wing at Keesler. I know a place that has some great crabs legs. To pick up a crew member's 1970 BMW motorcycle. The aircraft was spotted by local residents <laughs> eating lunch at a restaurant near the airport, and the story soon went national after being reported first by the Martha's Vineyard Times. Uh, a witness said, uh, don't see don't see that every day. Nah. Local resident Doug Ulwick told the Martha's Vineyard Times... And witnesses said the loud turboprop plane was on the ground less than 20 minutes before taking off again and continuing their official mission to Mather, California. Scared uh, the hell out of my shop, eh? Uh, Mather had some equipment that the 403rd Wing needed for its atmospheric river mission. Uh, when wing leadership found out about the motorcycle incident, they grounded the crew at Mather and sent another crew to pick up the aircraft and crew on March 28th. All five of the crew members were downgraded on crew qualifications and administrative actions have been served. To be honest, I'm amazed that the Martha's Vineyard Airport can handle a craft of that size. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You would think of everything right. being small uh, there. So, all right, and then finally, let's go with one more story, and I love this one. Uh, I've reported on this before, but it happened again in Lincoln, Nebraska. A couple hundred people grabbed their pool noodles <laughs> And headed to a Nebraska park this weekend to battle over the right to the name Josh. <laughs> the event started as an online joke when Josh Swain from Tucson, Arizona, sent out a tweet challenging anyone who shared his name to fight over it. After it took on a life of its own, Swain turned it into a real event last year at the random coordinates he included in his original note, which happened to be in Lincoln, Nebraska. 
Uh, he said the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm from everybody here was just incredible. Several of the competitors this year donned costumes, including masks, animal suits, and football helmets, before heading out to Bowling Lake Park. But that wasn't enough to dethrone five-year-old Josh Vinson Jr., oh. who defended his title as the number one Josh in America. That's he great. prevailed. He took on all comers. <laughs> and Saturday's event raised nearly $21,000 for Children's Hospital and Medical Center in Omaha. And I love this. Uh, the owners of the Josh Sellers Wine label pledged to match that amount with a donation of their own. Excellent. <laughs> the hospital said it plans to share some of the donations with the Joshua Collinsworth Memorial Foundation that promotes water safety with its Josh the Otter mas- mascot who attended Saturday's battle. Looks uh, like Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Uh, Swain said that he'd like to make the Josh fight an annual event, but he's not sure if he'll be able to keep it up. He said there's a number of factors in this crazy world. I think that the hope is to keep this trend going so that we can keep the good times rolling. So there is indeed a greatest Josh in the world. <laughs> and that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Don't forget, Tony Danz is going to be joining us a little about an hour from now. We'll get him on. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you hang out. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Quick birthday shout-out. This is from uh, Krista Wilden. She wants to give a shout-out to Katie Kane. She says she's a loyal listener all the way from Colorado. Hmm. Her birthday is May 24th. She'll be 35 years old whenever you get a chance. And she asks, Steve, if you don't mind, I'd love it if Steve would wish her a happy birthday in his sexiest manthy voice. It would be greatly appreciated. So that's for Katie. Is it Katie Kane? Katie Kane. It's like Katie Kane. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Katie Kane. <laughs> happy birthday, you. And then uh, a shirt? Yeah. Ooh. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I had the black bean soup. Okay. All right. So happy birthday, Katie. All right. Uh, so I want to go back to the story we had in the Bizarre File. Uh, is it Mykonos? Is that how you pronounce it, Kathy? Yeah. That's in Greece? Yes. Okay. It's so in Greek, Preston. It's in Greek. Yeah. Uh, so a mother and daughter were there. They went to a restaurant. Uh, they were kind of talked into hanging out in this particular area of the restaurant, which is a, a sun deck that they have, and they, they sat at these chairs. And it's apparently a popular location. Yeah, it's, it's a very a, touristy city. Yeah. You, you, Real I, beautiful view, yeah. right? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. This doesn't surprise me, though. Like, a lot of the places um, seem to be a little bit like this, where okay. you pay $600 for two They're drinks. predatory, right? And, yeah, and, and, it seemed like right. so. So they, they uh, eventually they were kind of... Uh, nudged into ordering some food or, or uh, anyway. Two mojitos. Two and mojitos and two crab legs. Like, just two crab right, legs. Right. Two. Not, not two orders of no. crab legs. Are you even two full legs. after that? Right. They were king crab legs. They are, uh, They're in, big. In their defense, they are the big crab yeah. legs. Yeah, yeah. But they were charged like $640 or 600 euros uh, for that, or they were going to call the cops on them. And they were threatened literally with that, with not being able to leave the country. Now, I'm sure 
you know, no, yeah, no matter that, what, that wouldn't happen. No matter what the story is, yeah. that kind of predatory stuff will happen. As you were saying, Kathy, if you looked at the history of this place, the uh, the the reviews are uh, replete. With it's, all a scam. Are they? Yeah. it's a scam. You know, it's one of those scams. Scam. Right? Get in here, get in here, come on in here. Oh, we're going to take yeah. care of you, and then and then at the end, oh yeah, here's the bill. Oh wait, so is this place is known for like it bills now? Like this? It's now known amongst so on the travel, like the trip advisors and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It had that reputation. Now, mind you, it's a nice place, and everyone agrees the food and everything is quite good. However. <laughs> Two drinks, two crab legs, well, yeah. six hundred bucks. My experience was a little bit different. In London, <laughs> um, we ordered uh, two um, martinis, and I forget what vodka we ordered, but it was the because it was imported. Uh, it was oh we paid God. forty dollars for each drink, so it was like, an, or I think it was, yeah, it, it was about an eighty dollar bill for wow. two drinks. Did they, they wrangle? Imported. Did they wrangle no, you they, into it? Or? No, they didn't wrangle. We just did, ordered, were the we, prices listed obviously. No, we just they were like, what's what type of vodka? And we named it, and I forget what it was. Um, and then give me the forty dollar kind. Well, yeah. obviously we questioned it after, and they were like, well, it's so and so vodka. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, <laughs> like well, you're not in the United States, yeah, so it's like it's, Tito's or you know something like you just it yeah was. you would get. Here, and stateside. You we know, had yeah. no idea, so uh, we ended up paying eighty bucks for two drinks. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I've already told the story on the air before, but the uh, when I had that, we were in the, that suite at the Eagles game, and I oh, yeah. ordered wings. Oh, yeah, <gasps> and what I didn't know is I was basically ordering catering wings. And not only that, but like beers. I mean, we had so much beer. We Did were handing it out three, like three. That was I, a mistake, I, though. Yeah, or you, whatever it was. Yeah, that is a mistake. And what I'm curious about is when you, if you do make a mistake like that, and and it is a legitimate yeah. mistake. And before, say it, it comes and, and you're like, oh, I I didn't know. I am sorry. I I didn't mean to do that. Well, they sometimes go, well. You know, so even the, the, so, it was a mistake. But not only that, but the menu had prices on it. But even the prices were kind of written in a way that it made it look like, like it wasn't five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, uh, you know, oh, it was like five dollar wings. What or was, something what was along the final bill? Did it you... was over a thousand dollars. Yeah, Casey had ordered off the catering menu. <laughs> I mean, they brought out because I had ordered yeah. two orders of wings, and they were like, well, why don't we just bring out one order? They said thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Wow, two orders. And did you that hasn't happened here in no? five or six years. We haven't seen anybody. Do. Well, so that's the thing. They were like, why don't we bring out one orders, and if you need any more, we can, you know, we can bring out more because there was only five of us in this entire suite. I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And when they brought out that one order of wings and it was in a giant chafing dish, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't need all of these. And then they're bringing out, you know, when we ordered like a beer, they brought out a bucket of beer. Did you pay the bill? So they ended, we ended up, we were able to talk them down a little bit. Because, and so the manager had to come out and I said, listen, the way this is written on the menu, it makes it, it you know, I thought this was Ten dollars. Put not- your mother on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Preston. So the name of this place in, in Mykonos is called the DK Oyster Bar. Yeah, uh, and I, I brought a, and you mentioned in the B file the, uh, the people go to TripAdvisor to rip on this place. They do, and so I want you, Preston, to just read these as I scroll through. The the, All right, the top reviews. one is is the one from the story I just recounted. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one: a scam waiting to happen on the unsuspecting masses of vacationers heading their way, uh, uh, heading their way. Uh, the waiters tried selling us food. Each kept giving us different prices. We kept to drinks uh, after hearing about the bad reviews. Nona says, I went to this place uh, on a family vacation and was left horrified and ripped off. Asked several times for the prices. The waiters kept telling me it was cheap and not to worry. The bill was over 400 euros uh, for a couple of badly made drinks. 
I mean, it's one star after one star yeah. after one star. I feel robbed. The so that's the scam. Or extremely intimidating, especially when questioning the bill. These people are a bunch of scam artists. I really wish I read more reviews before coming here. Wow. Uh, yeah, this one says, we were lured to dine at their restaurant by friendly, pushy waiters offering us comfort in the sun. Oh, so this is a full-on scam. Yeah, we were then uh, pushed into ordering food from menus without prices, but the waiters seemed so energetic, smiling, and patient that uh, we felt obliged not to be a nuisance. Long story short, we, a family of six, paid almost as much for this one meal of our vacation as we did the entire hotel stay of five days. <laughs> Jesus. And I can't see how the prices they charge are warranted. I'll never be coaxed off of the beach again into any establishment without reading the reviews yeah. first. Anytime somebody's like forceful like that, you know. Yes. I, something's, something's I don't like happen. that approach. I hate that approach. I will. Ne- I never get suckered in on that crap. In uh, my sister and I went to Paris. I was only like, you know, 18 yeah. years old and she was a few, she's four years older than me and, we're, we're, and there, there were high pressure people on the street yeah. trying to get you into places. Into these various places, yeah. yeah. One of them was live sex on stage. I kid right. you not, it was in yeah. the red light district. Live sex on stage. And I go, Dude, she, and this guy spoke English. Yeah. He, and he found, oh, you guys are Americans. Wow, wow. So he really started giving yeah. us a hard yeah. sell. And, yeah. and, and I go, dude, it's my sister. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah, no going to no, lie. Come on, man. You get us, come, just on. come on in. This you is know? a good way to no. bond with your sister. You yeah. watch her 69 on stage. <laughs> um, last or Ra- Swiss Nerf. <laughs> Las Ramblas in Barcelona is a little bit like that, where they're coaxing you into the different restaurants and stuff like that. But um, I ordered, if you go to a, a good restaurant or not, you know, a place that's not going to scam you, I ordered a bottle of champagne and um, the guy, I, I, the price like wasn't on the menu, you know, one of those. And Be I just, leery when you, there's no price that you can well, see I had written had down. It, but a lot of times they don't yeah. list the prices and, and I had had it before and it wasn't like some astronomical bottle, but the guy came over and he said, I just want to let you know. Uh, this whatever version of what it was was like $400. He said, so I just want to make sure you know what you're ordering. That's what a good restaurant's going to yes. do. And that's when I was like, okay, no, thank you. And I thought it was go, the regular bottle. Did you go, do you look like I can? Do I look <laughs> like I can't afford a $400 bottle of wine? I must look like some sort of hooker. <laughs> no, Casey. I was like, you're right. I'm not paying $400 for a bottle right. of champagne. <laughs> Casey, when they brought out the $1,000 plus, did you say, how much without the buffalo sauce? <laughs> <laughs> well, here, uh, 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 going to Casey's story, Jessica has one similar. Hi, Jessica, good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to tell Casey, like, don't stress out, because I did the same thing. <laughs> we went to Disney on Ice a couple of years ago, and we had five kids with us, and we were like, oh, can we get five orders of chicken tenders, five orders of french fries? And they brought back five treats, five like chafing dishes of chicken tenders and french fries. Oh my god. And they like gave me a bill for like sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Crazy, right? I I like almost jumped out of the balcony. But like Jessica, let me ask you were there enough people in that suite to finish even one of those orders of chicken fingers? There was like seven of us. Yeah. And my oldest at the time was like seven years old. That, I had like four little kids. The fact that you listen, I, I, same exact and I don't, thing. You don't, but I mean, you. You ha- is there a listing for an individual serving of chicken? No, uh, no, but like, like a little paper menu on the thing, and it's like there's no prices, and it's like chicken tenders, French fries, fried <laughs> shrimp, whatever. So, so and I'm like, oh, let me get five orders. And at first, they brought out like one chasing just of French fries and one of chicken nuggets, and I was like, well, if that makes sense. Like for room, they just put it all in one big tray, right, whatever, right. And then they came back like four more times. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> and I was like. 
what is going on? Like, this is like our, like, we paid like $1,000 for this, like, week for Disney on Ice to begin with. And they were like, oh, no, like, this is all you order. And I was like, oh, well, then we have a problem. Yeah, we have a major problem. And that's why, like, you know, this is the norm for them. That's the thing. For for these, you know, the servers, that's the norm. You know, so. Well, they're used to, they're used to, to providing food for a suite. However, if there's seven people, like with Jessica's situation, yeah. and one of them is a kid. And you're, you, you says, are you sure you want a quarter of a million chicken fingers? Yeah, you have to explain. This yeah. is an entire right. dish that you're Chaving ordering. Dish. Do you under, like even with yours, Casey? Yeah. They should have explained to you, like her saying, "Okay, let's start off with one." Well, you didn't know what that meant. Like mm-hmm. there should be, hey, are you? All right, you understand so that's that there's two hundred fifty thousand yeah. fingers <laughs> and fifty one thousand French, French fries. fries. <laughs> Jessica, like, did you get here. Jessica? Did you get the money thing worked out with them? Um, I cried and cried and cried and cried, and they, like, took four of them off because we didn't touch them, and I refused to touch them. But it was still, like, $200 in chicken nuggets and french fries. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> four little kids. Especially when you, kids. You, you went the extra mile to get the thing and take the kids to see Disney on Ice, which yeah. I'm sure you were riveted by. You get a week's worth of chicken fingers to take home with you. Right. Yeah. Oh. And, but, like, the thing is, you also, you feel like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like right. you do. You feel embarrassed. Yeah. You feel embarrassed. Yeah. You feel like. And listen, all the time there, like whatever I encounter, the the, the people, the, the wait staff, they're they're awesome. Like right. they'll they'll hook you up and they'll take care of you. But there there should be a, perhaps a little bit better delineation between an individual if they even offer an individual yeah. size Thanks, and a chafing dish. So I and I had something similar, and I don't want to say like where I was, but you know, I, I went in to have a, a, a service done. And I was expecting one price, right? So I went in and um, so I ended up getting quoted this price that was basically three times as much as I had anticipated. Right. And I was so embarrassed that I that I couldn't pay it. Yeah. Um, that I was like, okay, well, hang on. To, and so they still have my stuff. I will use my mouth on you. Uh, but I, I was like, okay, all Did right. Did they well, do the, the service? So... I, th- there were three things that I needed serviced. I asked for them to service the cheapest one of the three. I go, okay, hang on, but hang on to everything, and then you know when I come back and pick this up, yeah, I will. Uh, you Why know, don't you just go get it and say no thanks. Uh, well, so I ended up sending an email to somebody else, uh, you know, because I dealt with somebody online. The person that I dealt with at the store was different. So then when I went home, I finally got the balls to go. I can't pay this. Like, I don't want, you know? And so I emailed the person. I'm like, listen, this is what I thought was. And I was too embarrassed to say something and, and just walk away with my with my product. You should have sent them a note like written in crayon. This is my house. But, I cannot afford this. But I was so, I like, I, and that's what it, it really boiled down to was just me being too embarrassed to say, it is too do you think they were being, me. Do you think they are being predatory to you? Do you no, think they no. Were, okay, you just got confused. I just got All confused. Right. And I also, I didn't know, you know, going into it, I, I you know, right. the other problem is like when you want to find out how much something costs, like the internet doesn't really help you with that sort of right, stuff. Right, right, yeah, You're yeah. like, how much should this cost? And then the internet's like, well, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you know where this happens actually a, uh, a lot is um, the nail salon. So I was really, I was yeah. sitting in a nail salon and I watched them. Uh, this, do you want this new type of manicure? And the girl was like, "Okay, well, what is it?" And there's a little bit of a language barrier, yeah. so they do their best to explain it to her. And she's like, "All right, yeah, that, that sounds fine. Great. Comes with a little extra massage, you know, whatever it was." And I was still there when she checked out, and it was a two hundred dollar manicure she got. Whoa. She what? she she goes, 
what do you mean $200? And they were like, well, we did the whatever the nail polish was and this and that. And, and she was like, absolutely not. She goes, it took you the same amount of time to do my nails as if I were to get a regular manicure. If it was a three-hour-long right, manicure right. and there was more time that went into it. But she, she What was re- their reaction? She refused to pay it. She yeah. said, I am not paying this. She said, yeah. you can call the cops. You can do what you want. I am not paying you for this. And they did eventually just charge her what she would have normally paid when she, you know, went in there on a, a normal basis to get a regular <laughs> manicure. I also, my, uh, I just got a text. I was reminded, same thing happened with dog grooming. Uh, and, and so I, that, yeah, dog grooming's expensive. Well, and I know if you that. don't know that. I, yeah. and, and I know that and I go, I know going in, but, uh, you know, I'd gone in the, the last time and my dogs were a little hairier, a little bit more matted and like their butt hair removed as well, please. Steve, they, these guys charge me hundreds of dollars really? more than what I'm used to paying. They charged me a matting fee and they just shaved it off. Anyway, well, what was the final charge? It was like Hun, can you text me and let me know? Because it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like somewhere between three to five hundred dollars. Oh my wow. god! Wow, that's ridiculous. It was two dogs. It was two dogs. And they have big dogs. Two big dogs. Yeah. And Reggie doesn't do well with the with the dryers. Right. Um, he gets like a uh, really anxious. He's not nasty. He's just, but he's also eighty pounds. Right. So that's why I was kind of like, okay, you know, you know, it is what it is, and you know. But I just, I was like, but I was too embarrassed to go. I'm not paying this. Right. You know, that's that's way too much. And then you, you know, and I, again, I don't know what it. You know, when you just say it's a matting fee, but then you just shave over it anyway. I'm like, what's the what's the difference if you're, sh- you know, there might be a big difference. I don't know. I don't I'm not, know. I'm not but a dog it seems very pricey. It seems yeah. extraordinary. I mean, even for the size of your dogs, like five, that's ridiculous. Here's a text says went uh, out in Amman, Jordan. Uh, one time and ended up with a $3,000 U.S. dollar bill that I had to argue down to $1,500 in Arabic surrounded by a bunch of Jordanian thugs. Uh, He said everything is negotiable in the Middle East. It was a gentleman's club, and we were paying for the, quote, the girls' time and their $50 drinks. We didn't even get an effing (laughs) OTPHJ out of the three of us. So they had to argue three grand. Wow. That's um, insane. Hang on a second. There was uh, here, here's one that says, uh, "Hey guys, everyone should know that if they're in a foreign country, unlike America, if there's bread or anything on uh, else on the table, uh, when you sit down, you'll get charged for it." Yeah, that does happen. Yes, I have heard of that. Yeah, and when so those... if it seems like it's complimentary because it's sitting out, you need to be aware that you might. have... And as they point out with this place that started this all, this place that Mykonos, they actually well, there is a menu online with the prices that are nothing like what this mother and daughter were charged for two crabs legs and uh, and two mojitos. Yeah, uh, hang on, I want to go to John. Hey, John. Good morning. Hey, guys. Gadzooks. 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 What's up, buddy? Uh, So, quick story. uh, Similar to Casey, just being, you know, not sure of something. Uh, My wife, it was her birthday. She's also about to give birth to our second boy. This was about four years ago. So, I'm just like, uh, you know what? I'm going to take you out to a jewelry store. You pick anything you want. Mm -hmm. And I am a man of modest means. My wife is a person of modest means. And so, we go to the jewelry store. The lady was super nice. She's like, oh, let's look at this. Look at this. And my wife was like, I would like earrings. So, she takes with this display, display case. I'm wearing, like, mesh shorts and a T-shirt. Uh, so, you know, she takes this to the case. My wife puts it on. She looks great. My wife then goes, you know what? I really don't. I, I asked the lady. I was like, how, how much is it going to be? She was like, three to five. I was like, oh, okay. And then my wife's like, oh, I really don't feel too good. You know, let's just leave. So we walk out of the store, and I go, Ray, are you okay? And she's like, 
you know those earrings she showed you? And I was like, yes. She was like, that was three to $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she knows, my, my wife knows, and it's a similar thing that you guys are talking about, being embarrassed. She knows that I would have been so embarrassed, I would have mm. paid. Had- paid. I would have been like, here you go. Yep. Yep. That's the worst when you listen and you, you, you're a hardworking person and you're you're there and you want to, you know, and, and then when you have to really, and they do that on purpose a lot of times, they they, they really hide the price and they make it small. So, I, you know, I, I'm just very over it. I want to see the, uh, look at the price tag and say, this is what I'm looking for. You you won't waste your time and you won't waste their time. But it, but it, it is a little weird when you're like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah, dude, and I, and I remember in my my earlier years of wandering into a higher fashion store oh, or my a higher end jeweler like a big name like Cartier or, yeah. or, or or Tiffany, and starting to you know shop for something Rochelle, and then they get to the price, and I'm like, oh, I, yo. <laughs> yeah, and you're then, like Steve Martin. The head turns. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to you have to try to play <laughs> off the uh, yeah. oh, wait, <laughs> stir crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand, uh, but 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 you it 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 tests. I gotta find that. It tests your composure, yeah, uh, because you don't want to seem you don't want to be embarrassed. Oh my God. When you know I bought I mean? when I bought Claire's the 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 uh, the uh, engagement ring, you know, and I was at a place in New York called Fortune Offs, and I'm like, this was pre Stephen Singer days. Pre Stephen Singer. Wait, Fortune yeah. Offs sold diamonds. I thought it was like it was actually in, in, in Long Long Island. It was known as the jewelry store. Yeah. Yeah. This is well. What? If only I had what? Stephen Singer at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 wait, uh, wait, no, no, sit, 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 sit. <laughs> I was just, I was sweating bullets because I, you know, again, I, you, you're just getting started and you want to make sure that you also want to do something that she's going to like and at least be able to show her friends. Yeah. And I remember going in there and, and fortunately the person was very, was very kind. Again, and we're not saying it just because it's, you know, he's an advertiser, but it's the truth. It's the Steven Singer experience is a lot better. And they get this. They mm-hmm. get that you're going to work within your budget. And that means all the difference in the world. You know, I remember asking a dentist because uh, I had to get some sort of, it had to have been a, uh, like a root canal or something like that. And I was like, well, you know, so I was presented with options. And I was like, well, how much does a root canal cost? It's going to be some money. He wouldn't tell me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Nobody in that office knows how much a root canal costs. Can somebody please tell me how much this is going to cost? This, so I know. Honestly, and it's it's the truth. And I and I implore you. You are the customer. The, you are. You have no. You have, do not feel bad. Whatever your your yeah, means, ask. you're in there to give a bi- give business to these people. Yeah, you're entitled the, that information. You're entitled to that yeah. information. Yep. And if they seem secretive about it, leave. Uh, let me go to Chris. He wants to comment on the the dental thing. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> he just knew he prompted. <laughs> yeah, it's so early. I couldn't do it. Uh, what's up, Chris? First of all, I thought when I was on the phone, I was dying because I heard an angel speaking to me. And I was like, oh, it's Marissa. <laughs> I I love, 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 love Marissa. She's on. It's an A-plus show all the time. Oh, Excellent. there you go. We'll let Bill Weston know that. 
Yeah. Um, All right, well, quit hitting anyway, on her and tell us your story, please. Well, Casey was saying about the dental. Yeah, you know, be careful because these smaller offices are being bought out by larger ones mm-hmm. and are pushing stuff out. My friend went to one, and they tried pushing all this stuff on her, and she's like, I don't even need it. Like, like Zoom whitening like, and stuff like that? or yeah, Tongue like, whitening. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then, uh, years ago, somebody went in for uh, a procedure, and they came out. They like got 10 teeth taken out. And none of them were needed. So they, oh, like, that's not a good dentist. Money. Yeah, that's not a good dentist. Bottom line, you go into yeah, the dentist I and they remove I 10 teeth that they don't have to take out. That's not a good Listen, dentist. Listen, while you're here for the they cleaning, what about I remove all your clear. teeth? Yeah, yeah. It's we easy have audio to... of a guy who just got that done. What? No, 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 no. Well, they're going to make the case that cleaning them is easier when you can take them out and put them in a washing yeah. machine. Anybody think yeah. about that? My wow. friend had a medical procedure done, and um, they were telling her, your insurance is likely not going to cover all of it. And she was like, okay, well, we're not going in. Like, you're not putting me under right. we're going in for this until I know around how, h- how much? much. And yeah. she said they could not or they wouldn't give her a price. And she was like, we're not doing this till you give me a price. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me go to Mike. He had an interesting situation one time. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, I was in Lauderdale with my wife. Uh, on vacation, and we were at a resort that had a golf course attached to it. I wanted a cigar. So I go into the pro shop, and they have this nice selection of cigars. I go, oh, let me grab this one. It was like a Davidoff Robusto. I clip the end, walk to the register, and the woman says, that'll be $65. My wife looks at me and goes, you better enjoy that cigar, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you, yeah, you were commi- You had to buy it. You had no choice. I was so committed, man. I had, I had all but lit it. I mean, it was the endless clip, and I'm just looking at it like. Look, once you've done that, you bought it. Mike was going to ask yeah. for a roach clip, and then he could smoke it all the way down. Oh, what? Dude, thanks, Mike. That's crazy. Oh my God! All right, my sister-in-law is from Greece, and uh, so she texted me, and she said, uh, "I still will never understand why Americans go to that side of Greece." She said, "It's all like this." No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you know, there needs to be like an insider uh, tourist information uh, yeah. pub. Yeah. <laughs> To tell you to avoid that type of thing. Wow, it's a it's a big time scam. All right, well, listen. Thanks for your calls. Appreciate it. We do need to take a break. I would like to because uh, we got Tony Danza coming up. I would like to give away. Do me a favor, Chris on uh, line one. Have him hang on. Chris is on hold for a long time. I didn't get to go to him and see if he wants some tickets to go to see uh, the Bob's Burgers oh. movie. And I'll take two other callers as well. It's a screening tomorrow night at uh, UA King of Prussia, seven o'clock. Two one five two six three. WMMR from 20th Century Pictures, the Bob's Burgers movie hits theaters May 27th. So we'll give away the last of our passes now. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Don't forget Tattoos Day today. So text word tattoo 39333. You might win a Preston and Steve theme tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. We'll be right back. It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. Of blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or 
the Events Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Fred and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice. Not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Real quick, I just want to remind you about an event that is coming up I'd like to participate in. Uh, I will be there, and it is for the Philadelphia Take Steps uh, Walk. You know, my daughter has Crohn's disease, so this is for people with Crohn's, colitis, and IBD. Right. It's a great event that is going to be at Lincoln Financial Field. It'll be Sunday, June 12th, and you can be a part of my walk team. We're called the Shart Breakers. Uh, it's all poop themed stuff. Yes, well, uh, there you go. Event. It's, it's only a, appropriate. Oh, some of the best. Uh, uh, the, some one of the best things are the names of the teams that are at this event. <laughs> it's great. So anyhow, you can meet the the Eagles cheerleaders and Swoop will be there. There's going to be live music. You get to walk on the field, photo stations. There's always you know superheroes and magicians. They have. It's a great event. I've been doing it for years, and I happen to be this year's media honored hero. Uh, so I'd like you to be on my team, the Shart Breakers. You get a team T-shirt. It's red and yellow, really cool shirt. So nice. I, I thank uh, uh, Eric and uh, Greg for helping uh, design that whole thing. And proceeds benefit the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation for research, education, patient support services for those suffering with inflammatory bowel disease. So uh, go to WMMR.com, sign up. It's a great event, Saturday, June 12th. I would love for you to be on my team. Our next guest is in town uh, the day before that. On yes, June, June 11th, he's going to yeah. be at uh, Live Casino in Philadelphia. Cool. And his event is called Standards and Stories, and it's been a little while since we've had him on, and we're excited to talk to him once again, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Dan is on our program. Hey, Tony, good morning. Hey. Back in Philly, that's right. Back in Philly, yes, sir. And listen, so Tony, you're you're going to be uh, you're going to be telling about, uh, I guess the the stories. Is it, is it is it your life story or just observations or what types of musings are you going to have in this live show? A little bit of both of them, a little bit of it all, and then and also, you know, I'm really excited because the teachers from Northeast are coming to the show. Oh, uh, okay. I gotta be good. Joe Connolly and the boys, they all come. And the girls, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, by the way, let me say to where I am. Okay. You can hear that they're making an announcement. I'm on the Estella. Oh, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> and is that how you're going to start the show? Are you actually going to come into the casino on the Estella? Or uh, it's just a form of transportation for today? Yeah. A buddy of mine, my buddy of mine, just moved to a place in Washington. He's not doing too well, so I'm going down to see him. All right, uh, sorry to hear that. And, yeah, uh, man. And I, yeah, I know. It's one of those, you know, it's getting old. It's uh, no fun. I got to tell you, but anyway, so um, if you hear, you know, any announcements, you know where I am. <laughs> All right, <fair. laughs> we're just pulling, we're pulling, we're pulling out of Newark, right? Now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. All right, so yeah, Tony, it's called standards and stories, and and uh, the standards part uh, is the 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 musical part of the uh, the show, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, I do a lot of the you know the American Songbook. Yeah, uh, I got a great four piece band. I guess got four guys that just really can split. And um, you know, and we tap dance. With, you know, I play I play a little now. You know, the ukulele is a big part of my life. <laughs> so I play ukulele and try to stump the band. Oh <laughs> well, <laughs> ukulele, so... which is always. 
which is always fun. So I'm curious because I remember your, your your variety show that you used to have. It used to be on a daytime show, and you would you would do a, you know a little dancing and you'd sing and all that stuff. But throughout your you know your sitcom history and your you know, you were a boxer before that, was that something that was always off to the side that you were doing, or or what did that fascination with it come later in life? It just it really was. You know what happens. I always wanted to do it. I always wanted. I was told, you know, when I sang as a kid, but I just I couldn't do it. You 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 have to go out and do it because it takes guts to do it. Where's my ticket? (laughs) 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 I lost my ticket. Oh Oh, no! no. Get thrown off the train at uh, eighty miles an hour. Oh, thank you. Throw oh, Tony from a train. <laughs> I found my ticket. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, I and, I, and, I just, and I just got my fruit plate. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a two two for two, Tony. Things are working out okay. Look it up for Tony. <laughs> uh, All right. Now, anyway, so, I, you know, I, I, you can't do it unless you go out and do it. Yeah. Nobody can teach you how to do it. You know, I had a voice, but I couldn't. I couldn't make it happen. And so, then what happened was, I one day we did a show on Taxi called Fantasy Cab, where everybody had a fantasy. Tony Bantis' fantasy was to be smart. <laughs> um, <laughs> Manny Lou's fantasy was to be a Broadway star. So they did a we did a big production number of Lullaby on Broadway, oh. Lullaby on Broadway, and we pretended to tap dance. We put on top hats and tails, and we pretended to tap dance. I got to learn how to do this. So it just, I got a, it hooked on tap dancing. And that gave me the license to try this other stuff. And then about seven years ago, I was, uh, got my first job at the Carlisle Hotel, which is like the pinnacle of this cabaret business. And I got a, a great piano player, arranger, just a wonderful guy, unfortunately not with us any longer. But he really helped me uh, mold the show and mold myself. And he gave me some confidence. I used to look back and see him playing. And I'd say, Jesus, if this guy's playing for me, how bad can I be? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, it was, so it was like that. And it just takes time to get there. And uh, it's, it's thrilling. You know, last night, I'm, this is how nuts it is. You know, I live in the city. So a recent friend of mine called me, you want to come sing in a, in a review, uh, a show at Town Hall last night on 43rd Street? I said, sure, I'll come. I got my piano player. We went over there and we did two songs. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's it's like the dream you have when you're a little kid. And remember, it's every Italian's fantasy. <laughs> every day. A, a microphone and a stool. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. You know, Tony, I'm, I'm all about uh, uh, trying new experiences or, or trying things you've always wanted to do and at least taking a shot at it. You did it. You found that these right. were things that you that, that you you took to and you stuck with them and you worked on them. They've, you've honed a craft. We were just talking to one of our interns, Des, here. Uh, Casey had asked him if he had ever uh, played an instrument before. He said, no, nah, I tried guitar, but it didn't work out. You know, But at least he tried. At least he took a shot at it. Have there been some things, because you're kind of a renaissance guy. You've done everything from sports to, to the arts. Um, have there thing and being a teacher and all this stuff, are there things that you've tried and gone, mm, okay, that one's not going to, uh, I, I don't have the ability to do that. It's really funny you mention this because I'm struggling with it as we speak. So what happened is a few times in my life, I've tried to learn how to play the piano and I'm a bit of a dilettante because what happens is, is I usually pick something up and I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. And I move on to the next. This, I've never, I've made some serious attempts, but it just never happened. 
So a year ago in August, I was with my piano player and my band. We were doing a, a job at the, uh, the Rainbow Room in, in New York. And, uh, I said, Joe, you know anybody that take a I was taking like half-ass piano lessons on the, on, online. And you know anybody who teaches what about me? So I've been taking piano lessons for, it'll be a year in August. And I'm getting somewhere. All right. It's one of the most difficult challenges I've ever taken. And you know, I recently had a big birthday. It's like I had the milestone last year. This year's reality. And so I got to hurry up and learn this because you know, <laughs> you have, you know. Yeah. Well, a lot of people but said I, that. I do, it's called late in life endeavors. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You attempt to do when you, you know, when people go, no, you'll never do it. Well, let me see if I can do it. And that's what this whole thing has been, really. Yeah. Well, the uh, the ukulele. So would you consider yourself, I mean, do you have any shredding solos during the uh <laughs> What I do is I adapt the ukulele to the American songbook. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, instead of doing two, 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 goodbye, it's five for two. <laughs> instead of that, I do, I guess I'll hang my tears out to dry. And I do Billy Holiday on the ukulele. Okay. That's pretty wild. So, so who do you, who do you consider the, uh, I know the, I know you love this art form. Who do you consider the greatest cabaret style singer of all time? Oh, no. It's not really a cabaret style singer that really thrills my soul. But the great guys, you know, of course, Frank Sinatra. Right. You know, my 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 mother's hero. You know, my mother said to me when I was on TV after two years, I was on TV. Remember, when I was on TV, it was rarefied air. You yeah. know, it wasn't like everybody's on TV now. You know, the three networks, everybody watched it. So my mother, I had a swell hit one night. My mother said, hey, big shot. When you introduce me to Sinatra, then you're a star. <laughs> so Sinatra's big in my life. Yeah. Uh, but all of, the, all of those great singers, you know. You know, I like a lot. John Fitzgerald, he's the guitar player singer. He's terrific. There's a lot of guys I like. Peter Sincati, young guy, piano player, singer, songwriter. There's a lot of guys out there that are really good. And they and they do they do a combination of their own stuff, uh, pop, pop rock, uh, and, and also the, the, uh, the American songbook, which I don't think... You know, it's funny. It affects me with this music. It really does. The words. And there's a song they do in the show, uh, Sammy Khan's song, uh, uh, Please Be Kind, where he says, this is also grand. My dreams are on parade. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had my dreams on parade a couple of times in my life. And mm-hmm. so I know what that feels. That to somebody say it in a song makes me, uh, it gives me thrill. That's yeah. cool. Absolutely. Well, and you're, you're, you're coming here to do it. Yep. So the uh, the show is going to yeah. be live casino, and it's uh, June 11th. That's uh, uh, an 8 o'clock show. Tickets are available at TonyDanza.com. Uh, so you're going to get a night of, of telling you some some stuff and, and uh, having some fun with dancing and songs and all that stuff. It's a variety show, it sounds like. So maybe maybe a new Acela story. And maybe yeah, yeah. a new Acela story <laughs> on top of that. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's the title. Yes. Hence the title. Yes. You know, I just wrote a new one. I just wrote a new show. You ain't got to write a new show. I just wrote a new show. I was going crazy, racking my brain. What's the title? What's the title? Then it came to me. More standards and stories. <laughs> there you, you go. More. That's why you do what you do. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Excellent. All right. Tony, it'll be good to have you back in Philly, man. Thanks a bunch for giving us a call this morning. We'll talk again down the road, okay? I, I, I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Come see the show. You'll like it. You got it. Tony Danza, guys. <laughs> oh, man. He's, uh, he always, he, he, the one thing you got to say, he yeah. always sounds like Tony Danza. Yeah.
Do me a favor. Look up. I want to see, because you hear the term American Songbook, and some things come to mind when I hear that phrase. But, Nick, if you could do a search on that, on the American Songbook, and I want to see what kinds of titles come up. Because I think of, like... Uh, um, um, I like should, should be coming around the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or well, also like the uh, like he'd say the, the the Sinatra songs or the um, Sammy Kahn would probably be in the American song with the composer. These are alphabetical. Hang on. That's oh yeah, Jimmy Crack Corn. Go to L. <laughs> Go to L. Go to hell. <laughs> Go to hell. Top song in the American song. Yeah, these are all all right. Big Spender, Blue Moon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of these I don't know. Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Uh, bye Bye Blackbird. Bye Bye Blackbird. Yeah. Bye Bye Blackbird. <laughs> I'll hit you with the hammer. If I had a hammer, I'd kill a freaking blackbird. <laughs> uh, Dancing in the Dark? Oh, that's not That's not uh, Bruce. Right? That's dan- well, Dancing on the Ceiling is on there. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Dancing in the Street. Dancing in the street. Don't rain on my parade. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, I get the. Yeah, those are those are like um, standards. Uh, yes, um, there's a bunch of Gershwin on here, and like uh, Cole Porter, Harold, uh, not Harold Carmichael. <laughs> Hoagie. Oh. I mean, Harold's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if he wrote any songs though. Hoagie Wait. Carmichael, by the way, fun fact was who um, Ian uh, Ian Fleming had in mind for James Bond. He to play James Bond. This this composer. With a uh, kind of a goofy face. Happy days are here again. Happy days are here again. The skies above are clear again. I didn't know the next line. <clears throat> Let uh, us sing a song of cheer again. Happy days are here again. What about Yankee Doodle? That's Yankee Doodle is here again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would imagine it's on here. I'm a Yankee Doodle dandy. Mm-hmm. I just bought my first hammer today. Yes. <laughs> He'll beat you with the Yankee hammer. Yankee Diddle came to town to hammer out your sister. <laughs> the most recent date that I saw in here was 1966. Yeah. Uh, Let's Fall in Love. I know that song. Um, isn't that, uh, yeah, birds do it, bees do, do it. it. Even educated fleas do, do it. it. They do it. Let's, Let's fall do it. in love. Let's have anal now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's the second uh, uh, chorus second uh, song. Yeah. People love Let's it. do the hot call now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I right, got cool. the saran wrap. <laughs> You've got the mouth. I've been working on turtle head. Oh my god! Wow. There's uh, no Yankee Doodle on here, Casey. What? Well, that's Whoa. more. That's a um. <laughs> I guess you also have the like the classic. Um, if you have the John <sighs> Philip Sousa era, as opposed to the yeah, what would be more considered show tunes and yes. and uh, what. Um, you know, like Sinatra would sing, or Tony Bennett, or uh, Perry Como, or uh, a lot of Irving Berlin, Marilyn Manson, <laughs> Rodgers and Hammerstein's on here. You're asking about uh, best uh, cabaret singers or, or type of singer of that ilk, Steve. I, I think that Sammy Davis Jr. was the dude that had it all. I was thinking he might say Every that. Bit yeah. of it. I mean, because there's there's Sinatra videos. called him Sinatra called Sammy Davis Jr. the greatest entertainer. Of all. I believe that. Yeah. I believe absolutely between dance song. Musical performance. He was a great drummer yeah. too, and he could juggle. And uh, he was and a great. All these. He he just had a, a whole and bag of tricks full of stuff. Impressions. He was yeah. an impressionist. Yeah. So the guy who I think comes closest to him, I think we said this before, Bruno Mars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bruno Mars, pretty damn close. Damn solid. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, listen, uh, I have a couple other things to mention. I uh, saw the story and I thought this was very interesting and this happened. Is this a stream of consciousness? Yesterday, I guess so. Oh. We can do the stream of consciousness nerve. We need to put a label on it. Uh, New York City re- removed its last payphone yesterday. Oh, this is a... Uh, yeah. It was in Times Square. Yep. This is a long time coming because if uh, it's been a while since I've been up there. But the slimiest goddamn oh. phones. They're just they're, they were just disease farms. I wonder if it was disgusting. still disgusting. If you could still use it, like, I believe so. It and did it, work? it it actually it looked in decent condition. I saw the the video of them removing it. Uh, the removal of the payphone, oh. which is at seven forty five Seventh Avenue, uh, signals the official end of what used to be one of the city's most iconic street symbols. Oh. Uh, but the public fa- payphones have uh, you know they're obsolete now. Remember you know like that that visual joke in the uh, in the uh, Donner, the first Superman with yeah. Christopher. Reeve, where he goes to get into the classic phone booth, and at that time it was a little one. It was the half booth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he it just kind of looked at it and right, yeah. walked away. That it was made cute. me think, though, like if somebody doesn't have a cell phone, if they don't have a phone, and they need to do? make a call, what are they going to do? There are apparently there's going to be some sort of public phone. There, there will be facility. Okay, yeah, there's still paid a bunch for of, by one one of the phone companies. There's still a bunch of payphones in Disney World. Are all there? over the place. Yeah, I just saw them. We were in. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, are you sure yeah. that you can actually use it? I have a great picture Mickey? with my family. We were taking our vacation in Hawaii, and we were at uh, Waimea Canyon uh, yeah. the Park, and out of nowhere, there's a payphone just sitting there in the middle of nowhere. And we're like, I go, kids, everybody come over here. Wow. I'm like, you got to see this. And we all stood around and took a picture of us like looking at it as if it's some kind of ancient artifact. What if it rang and it was whoop Danny for you? Oh, my God. Preston? It's been decades. What? Uh, so, uh, officials began removing them from the city in 2015 after mm-hmm. City Bridge was chosen by state officials to replace the payphone with Link NYC, which offers free high-speed Wi-Fi to those near its kiosks, as well as free phone calls and charging station for mobile devices. So, these are kiosks. But you yeah. need a mobile and they've device. Got, they've got Wi-Fi, yeah. I, I think you're right, Kathy. So, yeah. there's, there's going to be... Uh, watch how uh, how long will it be before these things get vandalized and painted into oblivion? But but they're um, the old phone booths, the actual booths, as they were being gotten rid of. Man, they were just horribly disgusting. You'd walk, you'd they, they would pee in them and crap in them, and it yeah. was just a nightmare. Uh, so, I couldn't even fall asleep in one, and I tried. By the way, these kiosks, aside from uh, serving, at, uh, aside from serving as digital billboards for PSAs, art, and other city services, uh, it's now grown into the largest, fast, uh, fastest free public Wi-Fi network, uh, having facilitated over three billion Wi-Fi sessions to over ten million subscribers. Wow! Uh, the kiosks will also. Oh, su- man. <laughs> and who am I looking to call to on the phone? Is this is this information? Yes. Okay. Will you like to Will know? You? I'd like to know, uh, how do you make a rhubarb pie? I do not know. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you for calling. I love you. Well, I love I you. I do not know that. He's, at least he's honest. Yeah. I do not know. Do you know that? I don't know that. What is the capital of Indiana? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling. Is this information? Yes, it is. <laughs> what can I help you with today, sir? <laughs> what are the uh, what What is the major uh, export no of Canada? I don't okay, know about exports or imports. <laughs> I don't even know what a Canada is. <laughs> Is there anything like? Can you give us any information? I don't know what. I don't know what a Canada. I don't know a fair amount about candy. 
<laughs> wait, wait, I got one. Okay. What is your favorite Stallone movie? Over the top. <laughs> <laughs> the arm wrestling movie. All right. Why is that your favorite? Because it uh, went over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a little over top on this. Over right. the top. Uh, the kiosk will also soon <laughs> provide 5G coverage to the city as well. Uh, now, that final payphone, uh, although it will no longer be in service, it won't be forgotten. It will be installed at the Museum of the City of New York. Of slimy, pissed-on stuff. Uh, near the east side of Central Park in the exhibit Analog City, which will look back at the city before the rise of technology. I wouldn't mind going to the City of New York uh, Museum. Preston, so I've been to, there are various things, and they, they used to really, I don't know what kind of shape they're in, but I remember I used to love to go to, they had these different things that showed about, you know, the turn of the yeah. century, and they had this diorama of the entire island, you know, Manhattan Island. Two, you know, whatever scale it was, but all the buildings, everything represented. They had planes taking off from LaGuardia. That's cool. Like, wow. literally on, on wires taking off. And as a kid, you're sitting there like, yeah. oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. I haven't had a problem with diorama ever since I started taking these uh, fiber pills. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I got you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I got you, bro, for yourself? Yeah. Oh. I'm like that guy who, uh, who, who was going to uh, spit personality. <laughs> that ain't you! There's a guy during an interview uh, who uh, sneezed and then blessed himself and then thanked himself. You guys ever see that? I don't know. No. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm just information. What can I have you? Oh, you have a question for information at all? Did you ever see that? I never saw it. Okay. <laughs> Finally. I don't know what you're talking about. Finally, a question he can answer. Remember uh, that? Remember, uh, that? Remember, remember that? Remember that? I know why uh, koala is not a bear. <laughs> why? It doesn't have qualification. Yes. Oh, my God. You're good. Information. It's legit. All right. So there's... I got you, bro. <laughs> I got you, bro. To himself. <laughs> You got to watch this guy sneeze and bless himself. And <laughs> okay. we, we were watching, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, I have something else. Stream oh, yeah. consciousness, this nerve. <laughs> okay, I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. Uh, this is great. Uh, this weekend, a guy named uh, Shazeb Anwar huh. will get married in his home country of Pakistan, and all. All of Birmingham, Alabama is invited to attend. Uh-huh. Okay, why? That's kind of cool. It is a great story. So, uh, Anwar is no stranger to Birmingham. Uh, although he was only there for a short time, he feels like the city's favored son, and he wants to repay the favor. So, uh-huh. the 31-year-old had been diagnosed with hyperparathyroidism, a disease that had been caused... Uh, causing him to get kidney stones like once or twice a year. Since he was 18, he began having digestive problems. He developed skin issues. But the treatments for his medical issues, uh, he found out, was a surgery that was not available in Pakistan. So he started looking for help outside of his own country. He looked into traveling to Turkey, Singapore, Singapore, and the U.K., India as well for treatment, but pandemic-related travel restrictions and made things difficult. He was also worried about cost because the cost of travel as well as the out-of-pocket cost of the medical procedure itself. Well, eventually, he found out that having the procedure done at UAB Hospital in Birmingham would cost him about half of what he had been quoted by other medical facilities. So he started learning more about Alabama, a state he'd never even heard of, and in his search for information... 
Anwar had posted on various websites, including Facebook and Reddit, asking for folks to help him better understand the culture that he was about to be immersed in, if only for a short time. Huh. So his first post to Birmingham's subreddit was about clothes, and he wanted to know what clothes he should wear in the U.S., could he wear what he already had in his wardrobe? Would he need to get something new to fit in? And the responses he received were overwhelming. He said, people responded in a way that I wouldn't even expect from my own people in Pakistan. Redditors in Alabama began helping Anwar facilitate his trip, giving him tips and cheering him on during, uh, along the way. A guy named Andrew Harris was one of the people who reached out, and he said he wanted to help dispel any negative stereotypes that Anwar may have heard about Alabama and the South. He said, anyone... Any, anytime anyone comes here, I really, truly want to make them have the best time. And when Amwer made his trip to Birmingham, Harris helped him with transportation, bringing him to the store to eat out or to medical appointments. And uh, Harris said he would always try to pay me, but I didn't want his money. I've gained such a friend, a best friend for life. Oh, that's amazing. And during his time in Birmingham, uh, his first time out of Pakistan at all, uh, he came to love the city. And so he visited local Indian and Thai restaurants as well as uh, getting in as many trips to McDonald's, KFC, and Five Guys as he could. (laughs) He said Birmingham became his home away from home, a place he'll never forget. His surgery was successful, resolving the medical problems that had plagued him for years. Uh, But after UAB had done his job, it was time for him to head back home to Pakistan. Andrew Harris wasn't ready for him to go. He said, when he started to leave, I got this huge hole in my stomach, in my heart, that I was about to lose him. Knowing him such a short time, I was surprised that I started having those feelings. Uh, But he's already become such an important part of my life. So Anwar headed back to Pakistan. But he wasn't done with Birmingham. When he found out that he'd be getting married, he posted an invitation to the Reddit group (laughs) that had helped him find his footing in the U.S., Everybody in Birmingham, oh Alabama, is inviting to invited to wow. his wedding. He is unsure whether anyone from the city will actually be able to make it. Uh, there was such short notice. Round trip tickets to Pakistan cost thousands, but he said he felt like he owed the city an invitation, whether his residents can take it up or not. Okay, so what so a great the, story. It was it was two days ago then, right? The um, the wedding. I'm looking at it on oh, Sunday, twenty second May, twenty twenty two. Okay, <clears throat> from one to three, <laughs> one to three. Oh, that's so funny. It's a two hour window. But uh, I wonder who attended. Uh, but imagine sending yeah. an invitation to an entire city. Uh, to come to an event like that. By the way, talking about hospital procedures and stuff, Daniel Lee from uh, Penn Medicine over here was in, you know, the, handling the prostate stuff over there. Uh, he, a doctor, he says that hospitals have to make their prices um, available to you so that you can find them online by law. our earlier conversation? our earlier conversation. So okay. like when he was shopping around for his hospital for and ended up in Birmingham, yeah, uh, yeah the, all of that stuff it has to be listed. And I just love the story of, of the welcome mat and saying, we want to help you out. You know, I just, it's the best. We need more stories like that. And that'll be $600 for those crab legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought you yeah. guys would no, appreciate it. It's, it's that a beautiful one. story. All right. Stream consciousness nerd. There's another story. This is pretty badass, and I want to see this. So I've never heard of a land yacht before. I want one. Yeah. I know the job of the hut had one, right? A land yacht. Now, it is a new. Literal land-going sailing yacht. Okay, so here's something that that's cool that happens down in Wildwood Crest, where you know we now have a, a beach house, uh, and this has happened. So this is only our second season there, and it's happened twice before they open up the beaches before the the real uh, crowds come in. 
uh, and it's still a little bit cool out, and this was just a few weeks ago, these um, apparatus come out on and they are onto the beach, and they are powered by kites. There are, this is not a land yacht. This uh, is something okay. different, but I just want to I tell you. I think I know what, you've ta- what you're talking yeah, about. So it's yeah, so it's a vehicle that is p- propelled or pulled by a kite, and we go down there and watch them zip back and forth. They do it for hours, like all day long. And some of them haul ass. Yeah. And there's some of them that actually have sails on them as well. This is similar to that. So is this is a vehicle on? with a sail. Right. Now, the thing about this and what makes this story pretty cool is there is a, say, a land yacht, excuse me, that is looking uh, to raise the bar. Emirates Team New Zealand, the America's Cup winning sailing team, has launched a land yacht to attempt to break the wind-powered land speed record later this year. So how fast do you guys think they can get one of these things up to? This is using only the wind. Only the wind. To propel it. With Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the vehicle that uh, I've seen similar vehicles to this. This one looks, obviously looks a little bit high tech that we're seeing on the screen here in the studio. With a proper wind maximized, um, I mean, 100 miles an hour? Hundred and twenty six point one miles an hour. I mean, okay, but how does that's that work? Insanely fast. Um, these aren't with hundred and twenty six mile per hour winds, right? Yeah. So earlier this week, Team New Zealand officially unveiled its land speed record challenger, uh, the Horonuku. Uh, uh, the vehicle will be powered, for lack of a better term, by a ten meter tall or thirty two foot tall rigid carbon fiber wing sail. Yeah, it's not a classic looking sail. The wing sail is designed to propel the land yacht up to one hundred and fifty five miles per hour. It's pretty amazing. So, well, I, obviously, the way that it, it's designed is maximizing whatever available wind is there. So, we're looking at a video here. So, can it take? What does it do to multiply the effect of the wind to get it up to that speed? I have no idea because there's no details in this story. It probably has a, uh, a combustion engine yeah, on it. Yeah, maybe it does have an, uh, a V8 in the back. <laughs> yeah. Which really <laughs> undermines the story. Because looking at this, yeah. the sail itself is not very large. I no. mean, it's tall, Yeah, uh, but it is not very long, for back of a better, uh, lack of a better term. Uh, and it's certainly unique looking, but uh, somehow or another... It is able to harness the wind yeah. and get it up to 155 miles an hour if the conditions allow for that. And it's and not solar because we're looking at it. It's an overcast day on which they, this thing is is booking along. No, this is it's strictly wind power. Right. Uh, and I don't know how they do it. Hmm. Uh, Glenn Ashby will pilot the vehicle. Ashby has won two America's Cup matches as a sailor with Team New Zealand. Uh, he said in a statement, there is definitely an element of needing the stars to align when achieving a world record like this. Where you need the conditions on the ground and in the air to be perfect. Uh, it is our job now over the next month or so to get as much useful testing as we possibly can get done here in Auckland before we put the uh, Horonuku on a ship to Lake uh, Gardner uh, to continue testing and turning on the Salt Lake yes. so that we are ready to roll with a weather window when it comes along. So they're going to get it out to like the Bonneville Salt Flats? They're going to Lake Gardner. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Neither am I. Uh, Emirates Team New Zealand and the Haranuku are expected to make their record attempt. Here we go on uh, August. It's it's in Australia oh. uh, on Lake. Uh, oh, where's that? Gar- Gardner, uh, a salt lake in South Australia. I don't know. Call information so we can find out where. <laughs> Never heard of it. Where Where's Australia? I don't know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we need the phone ring right. <laughs> yeah, we're I just getting up and running. If you yeah. could get that, so I, I'd like to. <laughs> 
call information and see if we can find out exactly uh, where do we find Australia. So, okay. Hello. Hi, is this information? This is information speaking to you. Hi, uh, can you tell me where Australia is? I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Not at all helpful. At all. <laughs> well, we did. We got an answer. Yeah, it was just answer. that yeah, he, didn't he didn't know. know. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So this looks like an equivalent of um, yellow. Yes, hi. Uh, I'm curious. Yeah. You've reached the line of information. Do you know where New Zealand is? Okay, thank you. No, 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 sorry. All right. Thank you, <laughs> Uh, this looks like a, like a salt flat. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, it it is looks a... like a dried out <laughs> riverbed. Oh, how did I know that? Wait a minute. <laughs> That's actual yeah. information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I knew that. I think I'm getting smarter. Uh, to... It's like flowers for Algernon. <laughs> What's flowers for Algernon? I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> you know the name of that book? What's a book? <laughs> oh, Confusing well, wait, what, what was the name of that book? Flowers for Algernon. What is that? It, it was made into a movie called Charlie and Cleve Robertson. <laughs> you know that part? I, yeah. I, I don't know how I know Oh, that. I know Charlie. Yeah, the, yeah. the brain booth, but yeah, then it goes yeah. away. And then he eventually he goes is, back to... To be not very bright. You ever yeah. worked with Cliff like, Robertson? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. But I have not been to Canada. All What's right. Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Has he? Did he ever work with Killer Robinson? I don't know. We're gonna find he out. Was, uh, was, oh, he was Uncle Ben. He was Uncle Spider-Man Ben. Yeah, yeah. I didn't he know Charlie. Stallone was Uncle Ben. No, Charlie it was a sad movie. It very sad. Yeah, Cliff Robinson. Yeah. Power comes great responsibility. Moment of silence. that? Moment of silence for Chris Cliff Robertson. Where did he go to high school? Cliff Robertson? Yeah. Why? Uh, oh no, he died in Long Island. <laughs> I don't want you to think you're any big deal because you can shoot those semen strings out of your wrist. <laughs> huh. He went to La Jolla High School, Casey. Uh, La Jolla? La Jolla. So Cliff Robertson was very, he was he married into a very wealthy family. And he passed away in uh, 2011, everybody. Oh, oh, he was silence. strangled by an otter. <laughs> by the way, Casey thought yes. that he saw an otter. This is okay. Okay. We need, we need verification. This is definitely stream of consciousness. Yes, yes, we're all over. Well, if you need the uh, the information hotline, you know to call. Yeah, uh, we were playing, so we were very lucky. We played two golf outings in the past. Oh, this week. was yesterday? No, no, no. Oh. This was last week. So we we played two golf outings at the same golf course, Philadelphia Cricket Club, which is an amazing golf course, and we were even privileged to play the Wissahickon course. Mm. Uh, and uh, Casey, there's there's a stream that runs through the course. Casey thinks he saw an otter oh. in the stream, and we weren't sure. If there if there are river otters, otters here at all in this area, because uh, my friend Jim had surmised that it may have been a muskrat. Yeah, I need to see what a uh, muskrat looks. Muskrats like. Muskrats look very similar. Okay. Uh, you remember Muskrat Love, the I famous do. song by Captain and Tennille. Doesn't do. help me to know what a muskrat looks like, though. Says there's lots of river otters. That was not a muskrat. It was definitely an otter. Then we're looking at a picture of it. What's that, Kathy? Says that there's there's a lot. I don't know specific. In yeah, Pennsylvania, in PA. Pennsylvania, All right. Pennsylvania Game Commission says plenty of river otters in PA. Okay. Okay. Then you may have seen one. It was an otter because we I just saw a picture of a muskrat and that is not what I saw. It looks similar, but it's not. You could tell there's definitely a difference. Yeah. Okay. So and he wasn't a big one. No. Yeah, he was a little little guy, but it was definitely an otter. I and I know what an otter looks like. Uh, we're looking you ought to know. Yeah. I ought to know. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I got something for you, bro. 
I got you, bro. Thank I got you, you bro. Uh, well, that's cool. Yeah. I had no idea that we had otters in this area. I've been uh, groundhogs are running around a lot right now. Like I've yeah. seen several of them as of late, and uh, almost hit one the other day. I felt. Oh man, that scared what, the hell did it mouth me. off to you? Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> Steve. I was gonna <laughs> pop him in the kisser. I'm gonna pop him in the kisser. And give him a knuckle sandwich. I swear to God, I'll hit you. Yeah. Why, uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 Jack. <laughs> Um, so muskrats are in the rodent family, while otters are in the weasel family. Oh, okay. So they are not uh, that closely related. Do you know why an otter is not in a rodent family? <laughs> well, you otter know. Yeah, you otter know. Hey, you want to hear a guy bless himself? Oh, uh, carrots are things. <laughs> Thank you that I got here, so. And bless you. Thank you. Okay, wow, that was worth the wait. It was totally worth the wait. It was totally worth the wait. Yeah, worth the wait. Thank you. Stop talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. The stream uh, of consciousness just, nerve. Yeah, I think we're done with yeah, we the stream of consciousness. Yeah, Santa, Santa just called. We got to go. Santa's got to go. I said I would actually put forth the effort to carry this gong in our studio around to, like, different meetings and wherever we go just so I could use it when it was time to end. It was time to wrap things up. Are you about to go over and hit it? Do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Kathy Kathy is now... Stop talking. Kathy is now going to finish this segment officially. Hang on. You'll know when it happens. Hang on. Here we go. It's time to wrap we are done. Yeah. All right. Thank we, you, Steve Weiss Music. All right. We're going to take a quick... <laughs> yes, they, they supplied us the gong. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. The Bizarre Files coming up next. Stay with us. Hey! Hey, it's Steve. It's been over two years since we had a live performance in the Preston and Steve studio. This week, that changed. We welcomed The Warning, a rockin' trio of sisters from Mexico, and damn, did they blow us away. Check out our conversation with the band and this historical performance at PrestonandSteve.com. One more time, can I get a hey? Hey! Hey! Quickly, I have one uh, more shout-out to pass along today. This is from Meg Hughes. She said I was writing to see if you could send a shout-out to my dear friend and chiropractor extraordinaire Joe Coglin. Or it's C-O-G-H-L-A-N. I think it's called. Yeah, I think you're close enough. Uh, his birthday is May 24th. That's today. And I was hoping that you could send him some love via Juicy Shard out somewhere around his birthday. He listens religiously, so I know that he'll hear it no matter when you get to it, assuming you can. Uh, he has been my husband, uh, my husband's best friend for over 20 years now. Huh. Uh, and he's a heck of a guy, father and friend. And one of my favorite people to share a beer with. Please shower him in proverbial pants ruining Fecal spray to let him know how important he is to both of us. Love the show. Been listening since the Y100 days. You guys rock. And that is from Meg Hughes. So here's a short out. That is to you. Happy birthday, sir. And thank you uh, for your continued support of this program. Very nice. All right, let's do the beef up. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. And you can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. This is a disturbing story, but a cautionary tale. Uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, a 15-year-old was shot and killed after a prank gone wrong on Saturday. According to the Jackson Police Department, uh, the shooting was justified. Uh, Deputy Chief Derek Herm says Christopher Patton and two passengers who have been identified as Darren McGowan 
and uh, Jackius Galloway, <clears throat> excuse me, pulled in front of 16-year-old Joshua Davis's home with masks on and pointed water guns at Davis that looked like real guns. Davis pointed a real gun at Patton and shot him once in the chest. They were all friends, by the way. Why, they were why playing, would you do I know, that? They were playing, well, they're, they're 15, yeah. 16 years old. So, you know, I mean, yeah, he, they, he played a prank. It was their own friend playing yeah. a prank on him, and dude pulled out a gun, shot, and killed him. Uh, they, I guess perhaps they didn't know their friend had an actual gun. I don't know. According to police, two toy assault rifles and one real handgun was recovered from the vehicle. Uh, Chief Hearn says no one is in custody at this time. The case will be presented before the district attorney to see if anyone will be charged. Dr. Stephanie Russell's pediatric office in Louisville, Kentucky, was a cozy Disney-themed child's dream with a live Finding Nemo fish tank and the promise that your child is a star. But... She wasn't handing out lollipops in her personal life. Embroiled in a vicious custody battle with her ex-husband, federal prosecutors believe kindly-looking Dr. Russell hired a hitman to kill him, and not for the first time. So he is, she's tried to do it a couple times. That's sweet. Uh, Russell, who's a pediatrician at Kids Life in Louisville, uh, allegedly... $25,000 in a lollipop. Uh, agreed to pay an undercover agent uh, from the FBI $7,000 to take out her former spouse last Sunday. Seven grand for a hit. On Wednesday, Russell left $3,500 cash in a drop box outside her office to settle half of the fake hit man's bill. Uh, she had allegedly told the agent that she would pay him the other half after he finished the job. She was charged with using interstate commerce facilities in the commission of murder for hire. Faces 10 years behind bars. And this is allegedly not Russell's first time trying to whack her ex Court documents in 2020 indicate that Russell and her ex-husband have been in a custody battle over their two children for the last two years. A judge ruled against Russell in the legal fight, saying that she should lose custody of her kids after she was accused in court of, quote, coaching them. Uh, The legal representative for the children also claimed in court Russell had tried to hire someone to kill her ex-husband in May of 2018. (sighs) An attorney for Russell denied the allegations. At the time, calling them preposterous, and she later filed a lawsuit against the judge. Uh, Lance Dooley's two daughters have been seeing Russell since they were born. She's been in primary care provider for six years, so it's freaky, Dooley said. I guess all of a sudden it's illegal to hire a hitman. Yep, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty wild that a pediatrician was going that far. Because they care. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Let's see, Grant Harmon. Of Fayetteville, uh, where is this? Fayetteville, Arkansas, was attending a University of Arkansas baseball game on May 13th. The Razorbacks were playing against Vanderbilt University when a raccoon caused chaos in the stands between the seventh and eighth innings. That's when Harmon was caught on camera picking up the raccoon by the scruff of the neck and carrying it out of the stadium. <laughs> That's crazy. It yeah. is because it could have been rabid. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he says police... Oh, you son of a bitch, if I could just get my hands on you. Uh, police say that... Uh, he says police advised him to release the raccoon in the parking lot, which he did. And he also said that he had no previous experience wrangling raccoons. I know where you live. And that he got bit once on the hand. Uh, he says he immediately drove to a nearby emergency room and got his first round of rabies shots that same night. Wow. Look okay. at this photo, man. This yeah. raccoon knows what's going on, and dude, he's not happy about it. Dude, and that guy's an idiot yes, for picking is. that thing up like that. That's crazy. I mean, they, they can, if not even rabid, 
They can bite you pretty damn bad. And they can dox you, too. They can get you, get, really? Yeah, you get all your information online, and, terrible. and people send rude things to you. Yeah. Uh, a Wisconsin couple killed a bear. They say attacked them inside their home. Yeah, he picked it up by the scruff of the neck. After they spotted it eating their bird feeder, or from their bird feeder. Oh. Not the actual bird <laughs> The bear feeder. could eat their bird, yeah. bird feeder, though. Yeah. And the couch. Uh, the sheriff's office said the attack happened around 11... What kind of bird feed is? It's delicious. Uh, 11 p.m. on Friday at home. Uh, the couple told authorities that the bear charged through a window uh. after they yelled at it to go away. No. Nope, not going anywhere. No, 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 no. I like your bird feed. I'm going to eat some. Uh, both the husband and wife were injured before they were able to stab the bear with a kitchen knife. So they stabbed the bear to death? No, the man was able to grab a firearm and kill the animal. The, the stab was just, uh, you yeah. know, distracting. Just for fun. Yeah. Uh, the couple's children were asleep in their bedrooms at the time and were not injured. All right, and then we'll do one more story. That one's a little lengthy. Let's go with... Man... Some of these I, I forget what they're about. Um, well, you'll oh, learn. You'll yeah. be surprised. So here's a follow-up story. Uh, rather than return the $360,000 in COVID-19 aid that the small town mistakenly wired to his personal bank account, Sho Taguchi gambled most of the money away online. Did I already tell this story? Um, I think you might have. Yeah. Sho Taguchi. Uh, so the guy, right, never mind them. Uh, I'll move on to another right. one. I, th- I think I have already done that one. Uh, let's see. And then finally we'll go with this. Ah, Yes. The top seated official in the least populated county in the state of Texas was arrested Friday. Uh, Loving County Judge Skeet Jones. <laughs> Judge Skeet Jones. Is accused of livestock theft and organized criminal activity. So uh, I stole a few cows. A special ranger with the Texas. Oh, man. And the Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association confirmed Judge Jones, Skeet. Yeah. And three others, including a county employer accused of picking up stray cattle and selling them. Uh, Judge Jones, Cody Williams, Jonathan Alvarado, and Leroy Medlin were all booked into the county jail. Oh, and all the boys down at the Hooch Shack. Uh, special Rangers have been investigating for more than a year. Oh, oh, they disguised as cows? By law, yeah, I think they, they wore cow suits, <laughs> the ones from uh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Uh, by law, if an stray or loose livestock animal uh, roams onto a property, the property owner must report the livestock to the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff's office would then contact the livestock's owner and work toward reunification. It's a goddamn thing, but that cow just talked to me. Uh, Jones and Williams are officially charged of theft of three herd of cattle. Mm. Cattle rustling, essentially. That's what exactly what they're doing. And organized crime. Uh, Alvarado is charged for theft of one head of cattle and organized crime. Metal is charged uh, for organized crime. More charges are expected in this case. But I modern never, day cattle rustling. I've never heard of a modern day cattle rustling story, so I thought it was interesting. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in today's bizarre file. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll test your knowledge of today's program with a lesson question. Trash and music news coming up too. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. 
An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. For now, we're going to focus on setting you up with a lesson question prize, and we have a chance for you to win a four-pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition, which is the Franklin Institute. Question we're going to go with this morning, according to Kathy Romano, we know that men have what? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you heard that this morning. A little before 7 a.m., according to Kathy Romano, we know that men have what? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. This morning, it is brought to you by Garden State Home Loans. Now is still a great time to cash out and refinance your mortgage. Interest rates are still relatively low. Visit GardenStateLoans.com for a quote, NMLS. 473163, Equal Housing Lender, New Jersey Department of Banking Insurance. What's up, Steve? Well, 73-year-old Ric Flair is insisting he has been medically cleared by doctors to return to the wrestling ring for one more time. However, Flair neglected to mention that those doctors were orthodontists. (laughs) American Idol finalist Caleb Kennedy has been bailed out of jail and is awaiting trial in a fatal DUI case in which he drove into someone's house and killed the occupant. Caleb says he hopes the incident will not affect America's ability to idolize him. Oh, my God. And finally, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers in Texas arresting a woman smuggling a large amount of fentanyl in her vagina. Border agents were alerted to the situation when four detainees instantly OD'd after she queefed. (laughs) (laughs) Extra Hollywood trash. We're looking for an answer to this question. According to Kathy Romano, we know that men have what? And it is Chris, our first Chris, uh, that is calling in. Then we're going to go to the answer. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. So, Chris, according to Kathy Romano, we know that men have what? Penis. Yes. Penises, yes. Hang on a second, Chris. You got it right, and that means you get a four-pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition of the Franklin Institute. Groundbreaking exhibition celebrates the iconic moments, characters, settings, and beasts as seen in the films and stories of Harry Potter and the Wizarding World using best-in-class immersive design and technology. Tickets are on sale now at fi.edu. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. All right, brought to you today by Coors Light. The President Steve Show is heading back to Keenan's North Wildwood next Friday. Uh, This Friday. Why does it say next Friday? Uh, May 27th to officially open the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. All right, uh, this this sucks that he has to issue the statement, but Fozzie's Chris Jericho took his niece's horrific experience of being publicly beaten by classmates to social media on Sunday, tweeting a video of the abuse and writing, Hey, Hillsborough School, my niece has been incessantly bullied at uh, Mulrennan Middle School for months. Despite my family's pleas, nobody did anything to help, and this was the result a few days ago. If you won't take action... I'd love to discuss this. And then he uh, tagged a local news station in uh, Florida. Wow. That's horrible. 
In a message to TMZ, Jericho gave an update on his niece saying that she is physically okay, but mentally she's hurting. She's scared to go to school. And he said this could have been avoided as the family had approached the school a few times prior, but nothing was done. And he said we need to spread awareness so that the schools do a better job of protecting our kids' mental health and safety. All kids, not just the ones with famous uncles. So he's pretty fired up, and, and yeah. rightfully so. If his daughter, if his uh, niece is getting picked on, and Man, what I like Chris Jericho a lot. I do too. I, mean, I think he's a cool guy. And so somebody kind of challenged him on what happened, and his response was, "Hey, Palo, f off." Yeah, and he quote uh, quote tweeted the, tweeted the guy, and, and uh, yeah, he's not taking any crap. Good for yeah. Chris. Yep. Uh, hundreds of Vinnie Paul's items will be hitting the auction block this week via backstage auctions. The late Pantera and Hell Yeah drummer's personal items and tour memorabilia, including musical instruments, clothing, awards, and artwork, will be among the offerings. Uh, the auction starts on Thursday, 2 p.m., uh, over at backstageauctions.com, and will run through Sunday, June 5th. Uh, he died in uh, 2018, 54 years old, and, of course, was preceded in his death by his brother, Dimebag Daryl Abadou, who was killed in 2004. That was a weird time. I remember it all was. that stuff. Yeah. How about this? Uh, Evanescence has named Tim McCord as their new guitarist and Emma Anzai as their new bassist. And we know her because she played in the band Sick Puppies. Oh, yeah. wow. uh, I like her. They had come by here a couple times. Yeah. Really yeah. cool people. Really, really nice. So I guess she's left Sick Puppies. Thick. Thick. Uh, McCord has occupied the role of bassist from 2006. Can I bring the overnights? And this band is called Sick Puppies. <laughs> Super songs from Sick Puppies. And uh, so, so McCord has occupied the bass, role of bassist from 2006 to present, but will now switch to guitar, which is his original instrument. So, so these songs of Sick Puppies songstress. Uh, by the way, Emma is uh, beautiful. She's a, she's uh, just a gorgeous uh, gal who's a great bass player, so she's going to fit oh. right into that band. She's doing both. Uh, is she really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, them. Well, there was something we did fun with. We actually them. did a, I think it was, a, it was a payoff at the school that brought down the most um, donations to the Camp Out for Hunger, and was we it? had it like on a, it's like a mid-afternoon on a Saturday. It's the only venue we could get, and... And and I think they they played that event. I think so. I'm not. Well, we did sure. that with Thousand Foot Crutch. I Maybe remember that. Was that. It. Uh, but I just remember them being here a couple of times, and we had fun with them. They yeah. were fun. Um, but anyhow, they were thick. Uh, and as far as Enzai, Evanes has revealed in a statement on Instagram, we've been friends of, uh, and fans for years, and uh, the time has finally come to join forces. So yeah, that that's excellent. Fun. Yeah, good for them. Yep. Mick Jagger, who will turn 79 on July 26, admitted to London Sunday Times that uh, performing is definitely a young man's game. Hmm. Uh, Jagger and the Rolling Stones will kick off a... 14- Does he feel sick? He, no, he doesn't feel sick at all. He feels great. Oh. Uh, 14-day European tour on June 1st in Madrid, Spain. Uh, Jagger, who remains among the most fit performers of any generation, explained, rock and roll or any kind of pop music, honestly, isn't supposed to be done when you're in your 70s. Uh, it wasn't designed for that. Doing anything high energy at this age is really pushing it, uh, but that makes it even more challenging. So it's like, okay, uh, we've got to effing do this right, but it's got to be as full on as possible. Of course, you could do another type of music. We've got lots of ballads, and I could sit on a chair. <laughs> no, he really, he's, he's amazing. Uh, he revealed his, uh, t- his re-tour regimen. He said six weeks of practice, even more before the rehearsal starts, and I do dancing, gym, every day of the week. I don't enjoy it very much, but it has to be done, he says. 
Uh, and then finally, uh, the trailer for a new David Bowie documentary called Moonage Daydream, or Moonage Daydream, I guess is how you say that, uh, by director Brett Morgan, has been released ahead of its premiere at the Cannes Film Festival. Is this Bowie or Moe, his, his cousin? This is about <laughs> Bowie. That's uh, Moe is the uh, Boonage Daydream. Okay. Uh, but uh, North American uh, cable and streaming rights have been licensed to HBO and HBO Max. I don't know when it will be out, but we know that it will. Oh, you will be I'm able to very, access it. Very excited on HBO uh, Max. So there you go. All right, and that is my last item of music news. We're going to take a break. Oh, real quick, I did get a shout out. I missed this one earlier. I'm sorry I got to this late, but this is from Dara Hankson. Uh, she said, and this is sad news. She said, my husband Bob, a longtime listener, passed away suddenly on May second. Oh my god. And in his memory, I'd like to request a shout-out for what would have been his 57th birthday on May 24th. Oh. She sent a picture. Criminal. And it was just, uh, we've met the guy before. It was just yeah. sad, sad news. So a shout-out, please, uh, for Bob Hanskin. And, uh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, Dara, so sorry to hear that. But uh, we're glad to pass that along. On a happier note, uh, our friend uh, Mr. Peanut is turning 50 today. Ah. Uh, he's listening right now. Uh, and so happy 50th birthday, Mr. Peanut. Nutter. All right, we're going to take a break. Nutter. Nutter we'll be back in a second. And uh, Tattoos Day. We're hey. going to get a winner when we get back. So you got like just a second or two to text the word tattoo to 39333. All right, we'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. How do on this Tuesday morning? Pretty good on this end because we got some more stuff to give away before we are done for the day. And before diving into any of that, I'd like to thank our lone guest today, Mr. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. It was on this morning and uh, he is taking a show on the road and he will be in our fair city on June 11th at uh, Live Casino and Hotel. Uh, in Philly, and tickets are available at TonyDanza.com. We actually had a nice little conversation. Yes, uh, he was, was on the Acela. He was on the train. He couldn't find his ticket. Yeah. He uh, got a fruit plate. He had, he had a little fruit plate there ready to go. And I guess, I'm assuming he wasn't in the quiet car. No. Because he was just gabbing yeah. away to us and, you know. Mile a minute. Yeah, I guess so. But anyhow, it was... Uh, Nice to have him on. And uh, let's see. Pierre is here. How you doing, man? Excellent. Oh, I got to turn your microphone on. There we go. Now I'm excellent. Nice to see you, sir. Thank you. To be seen is that. It's always good, right? Love it's your good T-shirt. Day. Thank you. Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark Mothersbaugh. We did a block yeah, of Devo. Yeah, <clears throat> on his birthday the other For day. his birthday, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And I was three songs into it, and Bill goes... What song could you possibly play? <laughs> what did you play? Uh, working in a Coal Mine. Great yeah, song. Great song. Yeah. yeah. I pulled out Working in a Coal Mine, Freedom of Choice, which was the album that. that the Flower Pot Hat was on, uh, and Satisfaction and Whip It. Love it. Yeah. It worked out really nice. They're great songs. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Excellent. Uh, well, Screwbill. Yeah. 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 No, no. 
Yeah, he's he's cleaning up a mess in the kitchen. Is oh, he? really? Yeah. Oh. Is there a mess? Did you do it? Is I didn't do it. All right, all right. I, I haven't been in the kitchen a today, so... Mess? I don't know what it was. He was he was mopping something. Uh, oh, that's boy. not good. Um, and was he was he like uh, was he talking was to, to himself me. while he was doing his it? His back or? was to me. I didn't I didn't go any further into detail. The talking right. to himself would mean would indicate that it was someone else's mess. Mm-hmm. If he was quiet, well, just cleaning it up. It's maybe his it was mess. his. Okay. Sarah's out with the vid, uh, and um, so um, oh, he's he f- probably throwing away all her food. Poor Sarah. <laughs> well, anything that's in he the had. Uh, hazmat suit on. I noticed oh, wow. that. Yeah. That's pretty heavy duty. Yeah, that was heavy duty. Especially but, for um, a coffee spill. He actually had his Harley jacket on, but his back was to me, so he didn't see me scurry by like okay. the rat I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Ratatouille, you want to give us the letter of the day? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H as in Herald. <laughs> all right, and we have a two-night stay at the all-new Mahalo Diamond Beach in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. Relax in brand-new Natural Island-inspired suites with oceanfront views, a refreshing pool, free beach cruisers, boardwalk shuttles, and so much more. And it's all steps away from the beautiful beaches of Wildwood Crest. And check out the all-new Mahalo Diamond Beach and all five of Icona's amazing Jersey Shore resort destinations at Icona. Com. So we'll give that away on Friday, which will be here before you know it. Pierre will be broadcasting at uh, Margaritaville. Right. Very uh, nice. In Atlantic City, uh, which that's at... Um, Resorts. Resorts Hotel yeah. and Casino, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Jackson will be down at uh, Icona. And, of yep. course, we kick it off uh, that morning at Keenan. So we're it, is, it, uh, uh, is it called Icona yeah. or so Mahalo? He, he, well, so there's two of them. So there's Icona... Okay. And they're opening up a Mahala uh, resort. Oh, okay. In at Diamond Beach, which is right next to Wildwood Crest. Okay, so they're not right next to each other then. They're oh, a block away from each other. It goes Icona, then the Grand, which is this beautiful condo uh, resort, and then on the other side of the Grand is Mahalo. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Very Excellent. cool. All right, uh, let's see what's on up the with program. the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll have um, a, flash, a few more MMRBQ flashbacks. There were many and great fun uh, that was had. Uh, and some flashbacks to The Who. Um, I went to The Who. I, mean, I didn't mention this yesterday, but Friday night, The Who did an absolutely effing stellar show uh, with a 40-piece orchestra uh, at the center. Wow. And they just nailed it. Daltrey was in great voice. Pete, at 77, was doing windmills. You you did that uh, story on Jagger. It's, he's going to be 79? I think, I think so, said, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Coming up on his birthday. And um, so Pete was doing windmills, and they it was just a, this wicked performance. And I went with Eric Bazilian of the Hooters, who um, who um, was my concert buddy and reporter, and he kept pointing out things that only a musician would notice. He goes, oh, my God, they, they changed the tuning on that. Wait, oh, they're back to the original tuning on that. I haven't heard that. You know, and Simon, uh, Pete's brother, also plays rhythm guitar. He goes, do you see what Pete just did there? I said, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. He goes, Pete just traded that off to Simon so Simon could do that part, so that Pete could do that part. Oh, my God, he switched guitars. Oh, my God, the tuning. I'm going, Eric, 
Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what's cool about that? So the orchestras that they'll have play with them are usually local musicians. Right. So there's a gal that I follow. Her name's Alexandra, and I follow her on social media. I met her at the Philly Pops, and on she posted a video of her like walking up onto the stage wow. uh, with her violin to go and play with the Who. So those are local people right. that get to get up there and, you know, they're great musicians and play with these icons of rock. Great. Right. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's quite cool. I think a few of them are actual Philadelphia orchestra members as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the lady, and I keep uh, forgetting her name, I will get it, uh, who does the Baba O'Reilly violin solo at the end is blazing. I, I've seen her before do the song with them before, and she's just blazingly brilliant. Oh. So we'll have flashbacks uh, to that, uh, as well as workforce blocks of Black Crows and Def Leppard and celebrate Dylan's birthday with a block of Bob, and um, it's Double Shot Tuesday on top of all of it. Beautiful. Well, another thing that it is, as well as Double Shot Tuesday, it's Tattoosday, and uh, we need to give away tat- our free tattoo. Tattoo. And this one today goes to Nathan Andreas. Hey! I believe it's Andreas. I can't read Connor's handwriting. Uh, who is from Easton, Pennsylvania. And we are going to set up uh, Nathan with a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing to get a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. And, of course, this whole thing is brought to you by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. They're at 1729 South Street in Philly for artwork samples. Visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Thank you to our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today. Uh, by Acme from City to Shore. Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. Your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Tomorrow on a program, good day. We'll go on Fox. It's a Wednesday. We'll do uh, Secret Text Word. And uh, the most, most recent Jeopardy contestant, uh, Ryan Long is from around the area. Yeah, the champ. And he is a uh, he's a friend of, or I mean, he's a uh, a fan of the show. Oh, he was supposed to go to the MM barbecue, but wow. didn't want to do it because right now he's um, Jeopardy watchers would probably recognize him. He's right. very easy to pick out. Uh, but he's having a run, and so we're gonna. He's not like doing any interviews. Yeah, but he's gonna do an interview with the press. Ah, nice. That's he's very cool. Current champion. He had a victory again last night. So. Uh, that'll be really cool. So we'll talk to Ryan Long and see what else we can get into. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Preston, 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 Preston,